93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, July 2nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Video was captured yesterday as a driver was being pursued by police in Monmouth County, uh, New Jersey, and was driving the wrong way on the highway. The driver was traveling westbound on the eastbound lanes of 195 as other drivers dodged out of the way about 7 p.m. They said he was going pretty fast, too. Uh, The man in the video, you can hear him yelling, he's going to kill somebody uh, as the driver was being chased by police. The chase lasted several minutes and nearly caused several crashes. You can hear police yell, show me your hands as the chase comes to an end. No injuries were reported and the circumstances surrounding the incident remain unclear at this time. The ocean and parts of Wildwood Crest have been closed to the public after a malfunction at the Cape May County Municipal uh, Utilities Authority Seven Mile Treatment Center. Yeah, it's a lot of beaches, too. Is it? Mm -hmm. What the f*** is this? (laughs) They said about, is it a mile case? That's what I thought I saw. Yeah, it's a lot of, I mean, it's a lot of streets. Our our street was uh, was part of it as well. But was they, it? Oh, was it really? Oh, man. Yeah. I yeah. thought of you as soon I as I, s- I saw the care? story yesterday. I don't go in the ocean. <laughs> well, the long-term <laughs> no, no, the prognosis is actually good, right, Kathy? Yeah, it's, it's yeah a, so yeah. here's what happened. Early Monday morning, <laughs> officials say they discovered that... I the, love the beach. I just don't like the water. ...that yeah. the last of three phases uh, in its wastewater treatment system failed to trigger something Sunday afternoon to early Monday. The process requires the funneling of treated water through an outfall line that extends a mile into the ocean at Jefferson Avenue and Wildwood Crest. One beachgoer said, though, there was a lot of bacteria in the water. It was shockingly crystal clear. The Cape May County Department has ordered to close the ocean uh, from all areas within a one-mile radius of the outfall line. They there is a, a 30-foot handle, and it is a job of someone to go over and pull it down and flush that part of the ocean. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> I forgot to do that. And they didn't yeah. do it. Well, sometimes you got to yeah. jiggle the handle That's or it. it doesn't. Keep running. The yeah. ocean will keep running. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So the mayor said there was a chlorine treatment that didn't happen, and that could potentially affect the water quality. The closure is only as a precaution. They're saying it's expected to last 24 hours after water quality testing. I, I think you'll they, be fine. Yeah, when did they say they closed the beach? Yesterday? Uh, it was, I think it was yesterday. So it happened. Happened, they they realized yesterday that it happened sometime between Sunday and Monday. It's okay. wild though to see that like the the fish coming up out onto the uh, the sand and like okay and just kind of standing there smoking waiting for the. <laughs> you crack me up, dude. Yeah. You <laughs> absolutely crack me up. I thought for sure you were going to be like, oh man, we're on a holiday, blah blah blah. But because I don't care, I don't, yeah. like, I don't <laughs> go to the ocean. But, but do you the kids go in? And, and yeah, they do. But oh, but okay. I, I you know to think about that, it's probably not. I, I was like, well, who the hell has a beach house that doesn't like the ocean? I'll tell but you. But it's probably more common than you think, to be honest. See, the Someone thing is, who likes Maury's Pier. Yeah. That's what happened. Sure. That's, no, that's, no. Yeah. I love the ocean. I love you just don't sitting like going on, in. I don't like going in. There's there monsters go. in there, I Preston. Know you feel there are monsters that want to eat you. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. There you go. And sting you. <laughs> and, and, and bite your toes. Mm-hmm. Total. So you're just respecting yeah. their world and yes. staying out of it because you don't belong there. Yeah. That's where they belong. You're man, man, do I love watching the sun come up from, you know, beyond the horizon. Yeah. You love the aesthetics. You love the aesthetics. You just don't like getting wet. Yeah. Oh, man, I love watching the, the dolphins breach and all that. Oh. Uh, but yeah, he's a water baby too, yeah, though. Absolutely. I mean, the guy, the guys. That, but you're a pool guy. I'm a pool baby. I got gotcha. you. Well. Think of the ocean is a huge pool. Oh that, no, that has yet to be skimmed with creatures in it. Yeah. Speaking of pools, the CDC is warning the public about a fecal parasite that's turning up in more and more pools. What the f- oh <laughs> man, good segue, Kathy. I'm very good. I'm very proud. In a report released on Friday, the CDC said. <laughs> 
poop. Crypto sporidium, uh, more commonly known as crypto. You just cast a spell at Hogwarts. Yeah, has <laughs> increased an average of 13% each year from 2009 to 2017. Crypto sporidium. <laughs> 2017 in the United States. And Steve, all this just feces falls down out of the sky. Why nowhere. would you, Mr. Potter? <laughs> why would you make that spell? The fecal parasite is spread through the fecal matter of infected humans or animals. According to the CDC, people can get sick after they swallow the parasite in contaminated water or food, as well as after contact with, with infected people or animals. Symptoms include diarrhea, abdominal pain, Oof. vomiting, and nausea. Symptoms usually begin two to ten days after being exposed to the parasite. Diarrhea could last up to three weeks. Crypto can survive for days in chlorinated water in pools and in water at playgrounds or on surfaces disinfected with chlorine. So with your ocean fear and that sort of deal, this is my less than ecstatic um, embracing of the public pool thing. Yeah. That's this is the reason why. Well, and. And I, that's why I brought it up because right. both Casey and I have said it's treated and they test the water and all that kind of stuff. But this basically. You said it lives in chlorine. It lives yeah, in yeah. chlorinated water, basically, yeah. is what so this is. So there said. you go. <laughs> so that's why I wanted. Yeah. Uh, there's a little validity to uh, your fear, Steve. My fear. Yes. All right. In sports this morning. <laughs> Los Angeles Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs died yesterday at the age of 27, shocking his team in Major League Baseball and leading to the postponement of the Angels game against the Texas Rangers. So sad. Police responded to a report of an unconscious man in a hotel room in South Lake, Texas, and pronounced Skaggs dead at the scene. No foul play is suspected, and an investigation is ongoing, according to police. A A South Lake police spokesperson said it is not suspected that Skaggs took his own life. The Angels released a statement saying, it is with great sorrow that we report that Tyler Skaggs passed away earlier today in Texas. Tyler has and always will be an important part of the Angels family. Our thoughts and prayers are with his entire family during this devastating time. The Phillies, who were off last night, open up a series in Atlanta tonight against the Braves, who are in first place in the National League East. The Phillies, who have won four of their last six games and are four games over 500, are five and a half games behind Atlanta and sit in second place in the division. Nick Pavetta will get the start. Game time is at 720. The Women's World Cup continues this afternoon for the Americans with the match against England in the semifinals. The U.S. and England play each other at 3 o'clock in Lyon, France, in a match that will be broadcast on local Fox stations. And in hockey news, the New Jersey Devils have agreed to terms with right winger and former flyer Wayne Simmons on a one-year contract worth $5 million. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. How about y'all? Welcome. It is a uh, Tuesday and happy to be here on a beautiful, sunny start to our day. It is going to be warm, like I said, and might be a little bit humid, too. We have those uh, conditions returning. So just a heads up on that and then maybe chance of an isolated storm this afternoon, as I said earlier, and that's going to continue through uh, the next few days. So just a heads up on all that. Um, uh, we uh, today is great because we have we have an open book. We, yes. we can fill it with whatever we like. The world is our oyster, and uh, we're going to do that very thing. Uh, one good piece of news: uh, yesterday we started to go through our submissions for our belly flop championships coming up. And we got an influx of ladies. In fact, 
we have more ladies than we do guys. We do. They do. entered the contest. Yeah, and, and all creative. Incredible. Yeah. We were so happy about that. So we're working be on awesome. getting the finals together. And just officially, you have until tomorrow to get uh, yourself registered for that. And you can do that through uh, PrestonAndSteve.com. But everybody's invited for the party, uh, which is going to be on the 11th. And we'll be at uh, Valley Forge once again and their poolside beach, which is phenomenal. The Valley Beach Poolside Club. Uh, and that will be from 6 till 8. It's, it opens at 5, and it's 21 and over, and it's absolutely free to get in. And uh, you want to swim before and after, you can certainly do that. So we just want to remind you about that little event that is coming up, but we're stoked for it. Uh, Marissa, we good for Tattoos Day yet? All right, so we have a chance for you to win a Preston and Steve tattoo today. Uh, we do that every single Tuesday. Just text the word tattoo to 39333, and you might end up winning a $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. We'll give it away at some point uh, during the program towards the end, but you want to go ahead and do that. And you never know. You might get yourself tattooed by the area's top tattoo artist like Troy Temple. You can see his work on Instagram at Troy Temple or Philadelphia Eddie's. Tattoo.com. At this point, we might be the only people without a Preston and Steve tattoo. Oh, my God. Yeah. I never thought about that. <laughs> Every time I go to an event, there's somebody. I got sometimes one. Sometimes a couple people. You do have one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. see it? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, in, it's on the grundle. So ask <laughs> for him sometimes. The old chode. All right. Uh, so <laughs> why don't we take a break? Come back in a second. I have a bunch of stories I can't wait to share with you. Yeah. And a stupid question. Give some stuff away. We will have a good time. Stay with us this morning. Back in a moment. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we're going to do a stupid question this morning. We are going to give away a four-pack of Saturday tickets for the Menard Chevy Show, which is going to be July 12th through the 14th. At the Maple Grove Raceway, I have this question for you. Uh, what date did the Second Continental Congress actually vote to approve the resolution to legally separate from Great Britain? Huh. A historic question for you this morning. 215-263-WMMR. All right. What date did the Second Continental Congress actually vote to approve the resolution to legally separate from Great Britain. Let's see if you know the answer to that. 215-263-WMMR is the number. It's July 2nd, by the way, and I have a number of birthdays to go through while we're waiting for your call. It is Margot Robbie's birthday today. Ah, she's in the new Tarantino film. That's right. Playing Sharon Tate. That is correct. And getting rave reviews, by the way. Yeah, she's 29 years old. I've really, uh, I like her a lot. She's super talented. I mean, obviously, she's just stunningly beautiful. Yeah. She's a really good actress and seems to be like a fun person and uh, the interviews I've seen with her, she seems pretty down to earth, you know? You know how you can tell that that's the case, Preston? She did a skit on SNL where she's this super hot librarian who um, actually starts to take off things and reveal that she's really kind of this ugly looking monster. It's part of a video where the guy's like, Oh, I wish I could could be with her. Yeah. And she lets herself appear ugly and, you know, effed up. So uh, The Wolf of Wall Street is where she hit. And then she's been in a bunch of them. Suicide Squad, she was great as hard. She's really Quinn. good, yeah. And then they kind of, you know, they tweaked her for I, Tanya. Kind of an interesting choice to play Tanya Harding. But she's really good. She pulled it off. Yeah. You know? 29 years old today. 
Uh, Lindsay Lowen has her birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's my birthday. Happy birthday. It's my birthday. Happy birthday to us. Me. You. Chicken cutlets. Them. You got cutlets. Well, I guess it's my birthday. Bigger than fingers. That's right. I have a reality show, Preston. Where really? I run a club in Greece. Oh yeah! Didn't you just Is get? Didn't you on? just get a uh, recording contract too? Yeah, right with Casablanca Records. Thank you for bringing that up. Casablanca. Yeah. Seriously, I swear to God. Oh my God! It's horrible, isn't it, Marissa? There's photos floating around that her club is just completely shattered. Wait, oh, like, shuttered up? Shuttered. Yeah, what, like, really? Because it was a disaster? Yeah. yeah, everything's gone, and, like, all the employees just quit. Like, it's a real disaster. So what's the deal? She has, like, a, she has a couple of clubs, I thought. She has some sort of benefactor who put up the money for at least, I thought it was, like, two or three clubs, one in yeah, Israel as well. Yeah, I only knew about the one in uh, Mykonos. Okay, well, that's the, that's the focus of or the San- reality series, Preston. Yeah, okay. Santorini, something like that. Got it. All right, so... Uh, it's my birthday. It's her birthday. It's my birthday. This is happy birthday. Take a figure. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> she's 33 years old today. Man, I remember... A figure for every year. When the first time we saw her, she was probably, like, I don't know, 10, oh 9, 10 years old. Freaky Friday. She's a wonderful Friday, actress. But, uh, the Parent Trap. Yeah. Yeah. The and world was her oyster. She I could agree. act. She was cute. And then she became... She she had a she had a lousy home life, I think. That has to be. Yeah. I think that was part of it, um, definitely. So crappy dad, crappy mom. 33 today. Uh, Michelle Branch, uh, the singer, married to Black Keys drummer Patrick Carney, is uh, 35 today. I like her. Yeah. I've always said she was really cute. And believe it or not, what guilty pleasure is... Little bit, bit of this, a little bit, bit of that. Yeah. Started with a kiss, now we're on to that. I think she's got a really sweet voice. I think Saint has a new song. There you go. Uh, yeah. Want me to sing it? I want you to uh, sing yeah. it. Little bit of this, <laughs> little bit of that. Little bit of this. <laughs> she's 35 today. Uh, Ashley Tisdale. I like her, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why do we like Ashley Tisdale? Uh, so you just played Phineas and Ferb. Yes. Is that what that is? Yeah. There's 104 days of summer vacation. And school comes along just to end it. So the annual problem for our generation is finding a good way to spend it. Now, do you know the words? Like maybe. Build in a rocket or. <laughs> uh, I, I can sing along with it, man. Come on. Maybe. Build in a rocket or fighting a mummy or climbing up the Eiffel Tower. It's actually a really fun show. That's <laughs> oh, a great show. It really um, is. And she plays Candace. Candace, that's right. Mom. Yep. Uh, and she's also in high school musical movies and a few things here and there. She uh, plays Sharpay or something like that. Sharpay, yeah. yeah. Exactly. She's 34 today. Uh, Larry David, Curb Your Enthusiasm, co-creator of Seinfeld. He's not hurting for money. Shut the f*** up! And that's him, too. Shut the f*** up! I love it. <laughs> Still, uh, one of the most... Uh, one of the biggest laughs I ever had was the Kirby, uh, Kirby Enthusiasm episode where he was responsible for getting the obituary printed. And uh, I think it was Ant became, the A was uh, switched. Oh, it was C? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> right, right. Oh, Do you remember my... exactly what it was? No, <laughs> but it was The C word was printed in the obituary in the oh, newspaper. No. Now, I didn't watch Kirby Enthusiasm. It just didn't, and I and I, I didn't watch all of Seinfeld. It's, it's bizarre. I don't get caught up in some of the biggest 
comedy sensations on yeah, television. Yeah, no, I, I just you. don't. But I did see one episode of Kirby Enthusiasm <laughs> that I laughed my ass off when the guy died and he was buried with his prized golf club. <laughs> And Larry was having issues with his golf game, and he stole it out of the casket. I I thought that was just hilarious. And he got busted with it. He shoved it down his pants. Oh, my God. Great stuff. That was brilliant comedy. Absolutely. He's 72 today. Uh, Jerry Hall, the model and actress, was at one time uh, married to Mick Jagger. She's in the original Batman. That's correct. Yep. And uh, she was. it says here she was an urban cowboy, too. I, I don't she might be in Gillies, one of the uh, yeah. one of the loose gals in Gillies. She's sixty three today. Uh, Richard Petty, Steve. Oh my God, the auto racing legend, the guy who uses blue emu. Yeah, because uh, it don't stink. Yep, yeah, he's uh, eighty two years my old. My muscles are sore, so I use blue emu because <laughs> it don't stink. Uh, Richard Petty, one of the all-time greats. Yeah. Uh, car number 43. If you're, uh, my car don't stink. His car doesn't stink at all. Mr. The King. And <laughs> oh, wait he is Mr. The King. He's Mr. The King in Cars. That's what Mater refers to. Him oh, as. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays <laughs> himself, that. essentially, in, in uh, Cars. That. All right, and then the last birthday I saw is Alex Morgan, and she is the co-captain of the women's U.S. soccer team. And she don't stink. And she don't stink. Well, maybe after a game she yeah, might yeah. smell a little funky, but... Uh, they're on a tear right now, and they're poised now. They're playing France, right? No, uh, no, England. no, they just they beat, France. They beat, they beat France. France, which was today in the semis. So France was their first big no, obstacle really took over. Okay, so Spain. So I don't know. <laughs> I heard that France was their first big obstacle. It was, it was the one that that was going to be very, very difficult. Well, they're the host country. So you're beating the host country in uh, France in Paris, and they were able to do that. Uh, Megan uh, uh, Rapino scored two goals again. And uh, today they play a really hot team in England. Mm-hmm. Hot meaning they've won a bunch of games in a row, not necessarily okay. physically attractive. And Alex is physically attractive. Yes. She's very she cute. Is. And uh, she is 30 years old today. She, she is. is. They're dynamos. They really are. It's, it's a pleasure to yeah. watch them uh, you know, compete out there. They're definitely kicking ass. Yep. All right. We'll go to the phone, see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. Uh, when or what date did the Second Continental Congress actually vote to approve the resolution uh, to legally separate from Great Britain, two one five two six three WMMR is the number, and I will go to Chris and see if we can get that answer. Hey, Chris, how you doing, man? Great, man. Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, what's the date we're looking for, please? Uh, that will be today's date, July second. That is correct. Seventeen seventy six. Hang on, just a second. We're going to get your information, bud. And we're going to take care of you, and we are going to give you a four-pack of Saturday tickets for the Menards Chevy Show, July 12th through the 14th at Maple Grove Raceway. Visit maplegroveraceway.com uh, for tickets and information. Have you ever seen the musical 1776? No. It's wild. I had no idea that at that time our forefathers were singing throughout the entire process. It really? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I had no idea either. It's actually, it's actually kind of interesting because they do go a little bit into detail as far as how everything came together. Okay, nice. Well, listen, we're going to begin with this. Uh, yesterday, she caved. Kim Kardashian hit up Twitter to uh, cry uncle on her much-fretted over shapewear line, originally dubbed Kimono. Yep. And she's yeah. an ugly this crier, too. Is still yeah. happening? Not anymore. She, no. She's changed. She's not going to use that. That is name. ridiculous. Yeah, she renamed it to Fat Sumo, believe it or not, Kathy. <laughs> she did? No, I don't know. That's so stupid. While Kardashian previously defended the line against critics who accused her of cultural appropriation for attempting to trademark the term for a traditional Japanese robe, she admitted that she had to respond to the overwhelming feedback. She said, she wrote, 
Uh, being an entrepreneur and my own boss has uh, been one of the most rewarding challenges I've been blessed with in my life. What's made it possible for me after all these years has been the direct line of communication with my fans and the public. So I'm always listening, learning, and growing. I so appreciate the passion and varied perspectives that people bring to me. When I announced the name of my shapewear line, I did so with the best intentions in mind. Shut the f*** up! Uh, She said, my brands and products are built with inclusivity and diversity at their core. And after careful thought and consideration, I will be launching my Solutionwear brand under a new name. Solutionwear. Let let me ask you this. Isn't the emoji, isn't an emoji, isn't that a Japanese name? Emoji? Oh, I don't know. And we all use that. Right. And isn't Kimoji... Isn't that her brand of emojis? Uh, yeah, but I don't know if emoji is some traditional. No, no. Uh, yeah, but there. I have no idea. Here's the deal. I, the I don't. Is used, that word is used all the time. Sure, like, it is. Just because she's picking it as agreed a brand name. It's I mean, who stupid. cares? It's it, silly, and it's yeah. left us with the unenviable position of defending Kim Kardashian. I know. I'm serious. Stop it. That's what we're doing. Well, because the problem, the problem is, <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even realize it. Is the, are the products even available yet? I don't know. You know what? She's got massive. She may be so brilliant. I'm not betting on it, but she might be so brilliant that this is all a ploy to bring massive attention to this product line. It's being shown all over the place on national news as they go through this dumb yeah, battle yeah, back yeah. and forth it about has. cultural appropriation. In fact, what it's an embracing of the culture. I. See the same thing, Steve. Yeah. Uh, so it's Japanese. The word emoji is from uh, picture plus moji, meaning letter or character. So it's not. It's kind of made up. It's 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 sque- It's two words. I'm offended. Right. You should be. But the, so you had said the overwhelming response, and I don't necessarily know if it's an overwhelming like in numbers. It's just loud. Yeah. Right. So, a couple people yeah. got pissed off. And I am. I will gladly wear my uh, solution wear. Solution wear now, yeah. <laughs> which I wasn't going to purchase initially. Your kimono. Com- so that makes me look hippie. Listen, she's she's smart for coming out with solution wear. I mean, everyone. Bu- it's, well, solution wear. Going- she didn't come out with it. She hasn't. Her she line, hasn't, her she hasn't fixed the name yet, though, right? Solution solution wear is just the general. I'm just saying, yeah. she's smart for coming out with these products. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I agree. I mean, she's going to make even more. Even money. more money. Yeah, under the yeah. Drunken Irishman brand. Uh, she said, uh, thank you thank you for your understanding and support always. Now, see, so you say Drunken Irish, yeah. but if she were to call it like Shillelagh, they uh, might have an issue with that. I don't know, because that's a traditional, know. you know what I mean? Irish thing. Oh, I don't know. Man. Why does she do something? She's Armenian. Why does she do something Armenian? Unless are there are there Armenian that. equivalents to a kimono? I don't know. Well, an armono, <laughs> Kimanian, Kimanian. I don't you know. You got to add Kim's got to be in there. Kim's yeah, got to be right. in it. Yeah. So because it's stupid, and it, you have to make sure everything says <laughs> stupid. All right, we're moving on. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's son Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. What a name! Uh, will reportedly be christened on Saturday, two months after his May sixth birth. They better better bring a, a gallon of baptismal water because to say all that name while you're pouring the water over the forehead is going to yeah. take a lot. Harry and Meghan are reportedly planning on a private christening at Windsor Castle's St George's Chapel, where they married. Uh-huh. In May of 2018. Is it not usually a public affair? Well, that's kind of what the hubbub is about. So okay. the exclusive guest list reportedly includes Kate Middleton, Prince William, Prince Charles, Camilla, the Duchess of Cornwall, and Meghan's mother, uh, Doria Ragland. And the Queen is not expected to attend. Now, Archie's godparents 
uh, have not been announced, though Megan's good friend Serena Williams has been floated as a possibility. Well, that's kind of interesting, and I know Weird Al's going to be there. Why? Yeah. The, the couple <laughs> will reportedly also release their own photo. He's going to sing Amish Paradise. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he chose that, but he is. Uh, so anyhow, they'll reportedly also release... Their own photo after the christening instead of allowing the media to have access to the event. Now, some critics accuse the pair of taking public money while demanding privacy. Uh-huh. And Piers Morgan sniped, they only use the press, quote, when it suits them. And you know what they're calling it, the whole event, right, Preston? The no. Kimtism. <laughs> oh, my God. There'll be an uproar. Uh, this picture here is clearly doctored. There's a picture of them standing. There's some sort of green screen behind them. It's both them. It looks like some sort of cathedral behind them. It looks horrible. Who is the royal Photoshopper? I don't know. They should be put to death. All right. So anyhow, Windsor Castles, St. George's Chapel is where that's going to take place. Uh, Russell Crowe's well-documented spate of meltdowns is continuing, according to Page Six. The star who plays... <laughs> Sorry. You keep doing that. The star who plays... It's one of those days, bro. I know. I got yeah. you, bro. Thanks, bro, Cephas. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Bro dozer. Yes. <laughs> The star who plays the late Fox News chairman Roger Ailes in Showtime's The Loudest Voice was scheduled to take part in a panel discussion about the series at Build Studio in New York City, but he lost it when he learned that the host wanted to introduce Crow to the stage in a manner that he reportedly felt would make Ailes look bad. Uh, A source tells Page Six it was harmless, but Russell threw himself into a rage as soon as he heard it. It had not been pre-approved by his people. He refused to walk out on the stage, and he was screaming at people and then just stormed out onto the street. Shake, shake it off, pussy. That's Roger Ailes. That's right. I uh, spent a life being disgusting. You can't take it for five minutes. Okay. <laughs> Go on, yeah. uh, You know what? Uh, before I go on with this story, we're looking at a photo of him as Roger Ailes. Have they fattened him up with makeup or is uh, he that Bit. Yeah, no, they slapped a whole bunch of rubber okay, on Okay, because he has gotten chubbier. He's beefier. Not Roger Ailes beefy. Yeah. It takes a whole bunch of extra beef for that. A lot of extra beef. beef. Oh, man. I love to eat beef and spank my wiener. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa! It's my my version of Codon Blue. Oh, beef and wiener. Beef and wiener. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That is disgusting. Gretchen Carlson, come in here for a minute, would you? Well, (laughs) so while he was freaking out, supposedly, his... He makes Jabba look like a Cary Grant. His castmates, Sienna Miller, Naomi Watts, Annabelle Wallace, and Seth MacFarlane... Uh, for Seth we're on stage while host uh, Ricky Camilleri introduced the panel. He referred to Ailes as a sick person. Oh, sick. Sick. Uh, Ailes resigned from Fox in 2016 after being accused Matt of... Matt Cowper is Roger Ailes. Oh, my God. He's being accused of sex, sick. sexual harassment so and bullying. God, I feel sick. <laughs> my voice is processed. I'm not really sick. I'm in good shape. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm younger than I am. They I'm think not, you look like 32. I'm not sick at all. They say I'm probably 30. <laughs> I'm not sick at all. But for the movie, shh, I'm sick. I mean, you kind of cheat. You you do Botox. I do. A little bit. Yeah, a little Botox. Right? Yeah. Uh, they rep- makes you, it makes me look healthy. It doesn't make me look sick. <laughs> Roger Ailes is sick. More sick, he's dead. I guess that's the epitome of sick. 
A rep for Crow disputed uh, the insider's account of the exchange, by the way. so All right, this is interesting. Dave Bautista appears to be itching for a fight. The former WWE wrestler took a shot at the Fast and Furious franchise, which just happens to be fronted by the feud-loving Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, the former WWE champ has pivoted his career to acting, with his most notable role being Drax and Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers. Uh, next, he's going to star alongside uh, Kumail Nanjiani in Stuber. Yeah. But he's not interested in just any role. When a fan tweeted that he should join Johnson and John Cena in a spinoff Fast of uh, Fast and Furious with Bautista as a villain, uh, he shot out, thank you for your consideration, along with the hashtag, I'd rather do good films. And fans reacted with mock horror, issuing uh, burn gifts and uh, predicting an upcoming beef between the pair. It uh, it wouldn't be The Rock's first trip to the ring uh, with Hollywood heavy hitters. Johnson has had notorious feuds carried out on social media with the likes of Tyrese Gibson, Vin Diesel, uh, John Cena. Of course, they've made up DJ Khaled and uh, Kevin Hart, but that one was just kind of joking. So uh, I think it's kind of interesting that he's... Yeah, they that. play it up. Yeah, so you never know. It might end, it, it might lead to some WWE event <laughs> between Bautista and Yeah, Rock, yeah, yeah. You know? That'd be a huge seller, man. It really could. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, girl meets world alum Danielle Fischel welcomed her first child with husband Jensen Karp. Uh, she shared on Instagram, Adler arrived a month early, and she wrote, One week ago today, 624, 4.52 a.m., Adler Lawrence Karp made his entrance into the world four weeks early. How long has she been married? Never even she, she got married. Not really even sure. But she was sort of a loose cannon out there, partying like a maniac. Uh, she added, my water broke on 6-20 one day before my work week uh, directing at Raven's home ended and my maternity leave began. I was hospitalized that night and put on magnesium sulfate because Adler was only 35 weeks old. Uh, she said, unfortunately, after doing an ultrasound, our amazing OB discovered fluid in his lungs that mm. was not there during our last appointment only 10 days earlier and thus... We entered a nightmare we'll never forget. Uh, Adler is still in the hospital, by the way. Doctors are working to find out why the fluid is there and uh, the best way to get it right. out. Quick question. Who had the best hair on television? Lisa Welchel, Danielle oh. Frischel. Mm. Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. Mm. Carrie's Farrah, was Farrah kind Farrah of Fawcett. iconic, but I didn't Yasmin really Yasmin Bleeth. Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. Very good, Casey. Marion Ross. Mrs. C. <laughs> Decided to throw the older... Uh, Crowd of bone there. Danielle Fischel as Topanga. She had a main yeah. hair. She she had uh, she did have great hair. Uh, I don't know. I think Farrah Fawcett is the most iconic. Most though. iconic hair. Yeah, You're probably right. I mean that was like a that was a hairstyle. Farrah yep. Fawcett. The fe- well, ah, uh, the Rachel. 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 Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So the Jennifer Rachel. Aniston yep. had a big, big. Uh, uh, Bush. Popular hit. <laughs> Where are you? No. Are you, just, you left a pause there. I had to jump in. You know he was thinking Bush. of it. <laughs> I wasn't. I was thinking of nipples because she was always nipping in that show. Oh, aren't you glad I jumped in? Yes. nipples. But I said a big, big. So it would have just been one nipple, yeah. just like one that stood out that was clearly larger than. What's the other going one. on there? Wait, wait a second. Yeah. Also, I never. Do you Botox her... that nipple? What's I never remember her nipping in that show. I don't either. In Friends? Yeah. Oh my God! Was she nipping all the time? All time. Okay. All time. You know what? Then there's got to be a <laughs> time. Something dedicated to that. All right. Yeah. 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 Our interns well, right, Casey. have immediately found photos. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? When I, did you fix that before you went on camera? You know, how, do you, how do you fix that? Listen, I don't know. I'm a nipper, big yeah. time. You guys, anytime we post pictures of us in the studio, 
I've got like little diamonds well, popping I mean, out like, of my shirt. It's Twenty degrees in here, and no, they're just hard all the time. They're sexy, so yeah. sexy. And just, I'm not. I got nips. Really? Never. Like Ooh. almost never. Wow. Yeah. So I never had this problem, but f- friends of mine who did, I mean, sometimes they'd put like band aids on them if you had like a thin yeah. shirt. Is that what I, you do? I dated a girl who had uh, like you know erasers. Yeah. Wow. You know? yeah. And uh, and it was she, she had to have padded bras all the time. Yeah. Uh, because otherwise she was just nipping like crazy. I'm just surprised oh. that, yeah, that Jennifer Aniston didn't wear a padded bra. Um, so if we grabbed some ice cubes, Kathy, could we get them... Can we get them up for you? Like He said that. I didn't. Yeah. yeah I'm just... Because you say almost never, and I... I don't believe you. The, the, uh, the studio is freezing quite often here, and I, I've yeah. never seen anything that would suggest she's a nipper. Yeah. Mm. Is it as in, like, it's not the equivalent of walking around with a... With a boner? With a boner. Like, it's no, not, like, it's clearly not. Obviously not. Having your, your nipples exposed as opposed to a raging boner is <laughs> probably well, less acceptable. Are... Yeah, right. But I mean, you know. When you're in the HR you, office. Yeah, you're engorged with... <laughs> You with the, the the women in the office are complaining about your constant boner. But like, if you're nipping, you're not like you can't trying to hide it. Mm. it n- nipping is as much a product of the temperature. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not an arousal thing. It can yeah. be, but it's more often obviously the temperature. You're right. It can be, but yeah, yeah for for women definitely. But, but, but a yeah, boner sometimes. is not. It's cold in here. I'm getting a boner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, case go grab some ice cubes. Sure. <laughs> yeah, let's do it on air experiment. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do let's. Let's make Kathy our big lab experiment. <laughs> Let me just take yeah. my top off. Yeah, Hold lay on. down on this table. Oh, all right. we, I'm sure Dennis will have no problem yeah. with that. I mean, you haven't known me for 15 yeah. years or anything. Hey, can I circle the boys were rubbing well. ice on my breast today. It was yeah. all part of the show. <laughs> Scientific show. experiment, guys. I'm going to circle it back to Danielle Fischel for a second. Yeah. Oh. Uh, her husband's name is uh, Jensen Karp, Steve. They got married last year or a year and a half ago. Carp uh, was f- formerly known as a rapper, and his stage name was Hot Carl. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! It all comes full circle. We were talking about hot Carl's yesterday. Yes. If you don't know what that is, go look it up. Oh, my God. So congratulations to those kids. Who would name themselves that? Hot he was a, Carl. That idiot. He was, he was involved in rap battling and freestyling at USC, and he took on the nickname Hot Carl. And by the way, Carl spelled with a K. Yeah. Okay. I have some other stories. Let's move Please, on let's from move the on from nipples Daniel. and boners and hot Carl's. Nipples uh, and boners and, and bears. Oh, oh my. my. Uh, Kevin Costner. This is really interesting. Almost starred in the movie The Bodyguard sequel with Princess Diana. Really? Yeah, although her tragic unexpected death prevented it. He told People Magazine recently that he spoke to her about the script and she was nervous about one thing. He said, I just remember her being incredibly sweet on the phone when she asked the question. She goes, are we going to have like a kissing scene? He said, but she said in a very respectful way. She was a little nervous because I think her life was very governed. I had no idea. Never heard anything like this. Even the slightest inkling about becoming an actress. And uh, I've never heard that story before. I I know Prince Charles was up for Tango and Cash. (laughs) (laughs) Tango and Cash. And which one am I playing on my Tango or Cash? I don't know which one he'd play. He'd probably have to play who, who Tango was, because of the dancing requirement. Stallone, uh, right. because he he was more refined. He had the right. money. He was uh, so he was cash. He was, he was cash I, money. I, right? I have no idea. I just watched it and I can't I even remember. I, know, I think it was the opposite. That was it. I think it was. Oh my god! I just watched it. He was not named Cash, even though he was the money guy. I, yeah. I, I dude, Nick, 
Look it up. Tango and Cash. Right. I kid you, you not. I just you watched this movie and it made no impact on me. Which who was who? <laughs> I remember you telling me yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. Like last week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Sly was uh, Tango and Kurt Russell okay. was Cash. So yeah. right, you're yeah, yeah, opposite yeah, yeah. of that. All right. So anyway, and who was Prince Charles? <laughs> we will forget all of this immediately. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> I just I saw it six days ago and I forgot it. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco and Carl Cook. Hot Carl Cook. Hot Carl Cook. Celebrated the first wedding anniversary by spending the day exchanging gifts, doing yoga, and uh, taking pottery classes. What an amazing story. Followed by a romantic fast food meal. Uh, They coordinated Instagram posts. Yeah, I know. (laughs) They uh, they, uh, Instagram. Then they played Russian roulette. They coordinated Instagram posts, too. Cuoco's uh, featured uh, wedding pics, and Cook's included adorable shots of his beloved. Okay. Hold it to your temple now. Um, Speaking of her, a new production deal and a pivot from comedy to drama is taking place. Cuoco has signed an exclusive multi-year deal with Warner Brothers Television Group. Uh, The agreement keeps her in business with the studio that produced The Big Bang Theory. Uh, She said she was excited to continue an incredibly collaborative and gratifying relationship Adding, uh, they're stuck with me now. In financial terms of the deal, we're not announced. She makes a lot of money. Her and uh, Sofia Vergara um, last year were the highest paid women on television. Uh, so her first announced project is the hour-long series called The Flight Attendant, a thriller based on a novel of the same name, and it will be made by it will be made for the Warner Media streaming service set to launch. Uh, for consumers in early 2020. Does she play a flight attendant? Do we know anything about it? Don't, I don't know anything about the story. Uh. Under the deal, though, she and her production company will develop uh, ideas for original TV projects through various uh, de- uh, Warner TV group divisions. Uh, the, pro- the projects will be aimed at platforms including broadcast, cable, and streaming, the company has said. So more money for I like her. her. Nick, any idea what the... Uh, Flight attendant Cassandra Bowden wakes right. up in her hotel room hungover from the night before in Dubai with a dead body lying next to her. Oh. She continues her morning as blah, 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 blah. Yeah, see, full summary. Yeah. All right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's see, what else I got here for you? Oh, the trailer for the sequel to uh, 2017's Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, with uh, Dwayne Johnson, Jack Black, uh, Kevin Hart, and Karen Gillian. Has landed. I've not seen it yet. I understand Danny DeVito's in it. That's great. I have really come to love that first movie. I do as well. It was, they did a really good job with it. The, you the, gotta love the cast. Absolutely. Even the kids or the, the teenagers yep. who are the wraparound yep. who become these characters we see in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everybody is, is great. I liked it when I first saw it. Now I really like it. Yeah. Jack Black is so good. He's great. He's, he's yeah. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. When he's talking about being great at uh, staring contests, I'm, I'm phenomenal. <laughs> or no, I'm amazing. I'm amazing. <laughs> uh, the Next Level is the name of it, and it comes after Welcome's surprise blockbuster status, bringing in more than $962.1 million Whoa. following the 1995 original with Robin Williams. Sony's latest Jumanji entry will open on December 13th, by the way. And uh, also, Hulu has released the first official trailer for Mindy Calling's Limited series adaptation of Four Weddings and a Funeral. Uh, and it stars a, a bunch of names that I do not know, guys. Uh, so I'm not going to go through all these. I mean, it's Zoe Boyle, Nathaniel Emanuel, Guz Khan, Sophia Laporta. But uh, I'm sure it's a great cast. It's an ensemble cast, yep. obviously. Uh, but the first four episodes will be July 31st. New episodes will follow weekly. It's now, supposed to be really good. 
since it is a holiday week, things are a little funky. We have a short week, and there's a movie opening today, by the Whoa. way. So we're going to do yeah, this a little bit early and only one movie. So All right. Yep. Excited. Normally we do it on Friday. <laughs> opening today. Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see that shiz in 4DX today. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, it's in 4DX? Yes. What time's the showing? 420. Uh, uh-huh. Is it sold out? No. Wow, I'm surprised. Yeah, I bought a ticket, another one last night. That's so. cool. Going to smoke some weed before you go? I am not. <laughs> 420. I'm going to smoke a ton of weed. I'm going to eat a ton of popcorn and probably some peanut M&M's. <laughs> right, get it on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, it's an action slash comedy directed by John Watt. Stars, of course, the names you know, Tom Holland, Jake Gyllenhaal, Zendaya, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Kobe Smulders. John Favreau, J.B. Smoove, and Marissa Tomei. Uh, it's about uh, after what happened in Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man must n- face new threats in a world changed forever. Nick, you already saw this, right? I did. I saw it last week. We had the premiere, and uh, it was phenomenal. It, it picks up right where Endgame left off, and I enjoyed every second of it. I would uh, highly recommend you stick around for both post-credit scenes. Okay. There are two, and they are uh, they are not um, light scenes. They they're are, not throwaways. They're not throwaways. Okay. They, they have to do with what happens next yeah. in this Marvel Universe. Yay. So you know there's something like... A, that second one at the very end it was always something dumb. Yes, this you know? one's not dumb. It's okay. uh, it really launches you into what's going to come uh, after Spider-Man. I like that. Yeah. It is rated PG-13, two hours, nine minutes long, with a Rotten Tomatoes score of 91%, and the music created by our good friend, Michael Giacchino. Mm. By the way, I won't be on the conference call tonight, guys. Because you're going to be seeing the Spider-Man movie, right. bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're ready for clips. All right, bro. <laughs> Pure. Barn door. Barn door. Dear Lord. Pure is based off the real life Mennonite crime ring that smuggled drugs from Mexico to Canada. What? Yeah, what? it's true. In this clip, Alex Peyton Beasley declares why the show is fascinating to her. Here we go. I was pretty stoked about it because I had actually read about the events that inspired this show in the news. And so then when I started to read the scripts, I just got so excited about this character because there's so much of like that off the grid, more simple lifestyle that really appeals to me. You know, like I, I grew up really idolizing quilting and, you know, living in the wilderness and being self-sufficient and all of that. Hey! Um... <laughs> Where's this supposed to take place? I mean, there's a, a big Mennonite community around here. I didn't know if that was um, if it has to, uh, to do with this area at all. I know, I know, it's based on a true story and a true crime uh, syndicate that was busted up. Whether it was originating from Lancaster County or another Amish community somewhere, I don't know. Well, it's not Amish; it's um, Mennonite. 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 Yeah. Uh, so, season two of Pure will. Oh. Conclude at 10 p.m. on WGN America. What? No, season two. It's, it's been going on for a while. Yes. I, had never heard I know, me either. That's how popular it is. <laughs> We're ready for the next clip. Here we go. Mysterio, the master illusionist, is the newest hero to be introduced in Spider-Man Far From Home. Here, Jake Gyllenhaal talks about suiting up for the first time. I love the sense of humor, and I... I love the sense of humor. <laughs> it's almost Michael Jackson. Yeah. This is a lovely spider 
I love the sense of humor, and I I love that suit. It was really cool. I was a little worried about the, the fishbowl uh, helmet. Luckily, I didn't wear it ever. It was done after the fact, but the suit itself is so cool. I say he never had to wear the actual helmet. No, the, the helmet is uh, CGI. Yeah, Spider-Man: Far From Home is like I've said in theaters today. He's great. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, and he's uh, a bit of a father figure to Peter. And oh. uh, if you enjoy Peter Parker as a teenager uh, dealing with um, high school drama, you'll you'll like this a lot. You have to miss a little boy. Okay, that's oh, enough. Geez. All right, and there you go. <laughs> that's what I have for you. In the you en- can go now in the entertainment <laughs> report. Be outside. We're gonna take a break. We'll come back in just a moment or two. Stay with us this morning, and uh, we're gonna have a good time. We'll do our best to. Here comes the MM Army. Join Preston Elliott and Casey Boy Tuesday at noon at the National Constitution Center as Wawa celebrates their 27th annual Hoagie Day with a nine-ton Hoagie salute honoring everyday heroes. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. Swallow. (coughs) The old, old choked up. Yes. <laughs> hey, Steve, uh, Marissa put up a, a uh, Twitter poll. The most iconic uh, actress uh, hairstyle yes. uh, is up. So we Interesting. may find out later on, which is kind of cool. Get a definitive answer. She's good like that. Hey, I want to do thank a gentleman named uh, Keith Gerhart, who was in our studio. I think it was on Friday, right, Nick? Yeah. Uh, who came in and uh, he did. We had talked about uh, MMR rocks. I mean, like rocks that you actually paint that say MMR on them. So therefore, MMR rocks. And uh, Keith, kind of on his own, paints rocks. It's just a little hobby of his. And uh, he brought them in for us. He, br- he made some for each one of us. They're really nice. They are really nice. Said he got really good in prison. They're very no, no. well done. You know, actually, he's the mayor of East Greenville, Pennsylvania. Isn't that oh, wild? No yeah. yeah. So he I did didn't know he was the mayor. Stewie for me on a uh, on a rock here. He, it's, he's a damn good artist, too. He, he did the uh, St. Louis Blues uh, uh, logo and uh, wrote, uh, Stanley Cup Champions thing for me, which is really cool. I got a Phil's one, which is nice. Kathy got a Kathy's Cuts. Uh, there's a Preston and Steve one, an MMR, uh, just a generic one. Casey, you got Eagles? I got Eagles, yeah. Nice. That's just cool, man. Nice. So thank you, Keith. We appreciate that. And uh, East Grimble's a lovely little village. It's a wonderful little place to hang out. Uh, it's not too far from me. So. Joy and I go there often. You guys do? <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Uh, there's an incredible amount of painted rocks. Yes, there are. I got some lunatic out there running around painting rocks. And the uh, the Grand Theater is there. That's the place that we rented one time to play video games on the big screen. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Cool. It's really cool. Uh, so I saw this interesting link to a story online and it's kind of timely, although I, so yesterday I went out to, uh, the driving range, hit some golf balls and like a dumbass, I did not put any sunscreen on. Oh my God. Yeah. And I went in the heat of the day. It was like, you know, two, one, two o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, the sun's just beating down at you at that point. And uh, sure enough, my my neck felt hot later on. And yes, Dr. Mike, I know. Don't worry about it. I, I normally am very diligent with the sunscreen, and I just I forgot to do it for one reason. Got to put it on because it'll give you cancer. Uh, well, yeah. then, then there's that other concern <laughs> now, and and I'm now hesitant to put sunscreen on. Which well, is, you have to pick. It's a race. Which do you want to get there first? Which Your skin cancer, cancer yeah. or the stuff you're using to prevent skin cancer? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I saw this link from a woman named Cindy Allen Stewart. She sounds smart. Well, she's got this uh, uh, this fix for sunburn. Now, this isn't going to you know prevent you from having cancer 
or anything along those lines. But if you what, tell me figging, I'll freak out. No, it's not figging okay. where you put ginger in your butt. Yeah. No, it is. It, it, it this is to help cool things off because when you get a burn. I mean, a pretty good one, man. It's it's difficult to get comfortable because of the heat sensation coming off of your skin, and sleeping can really. You're suck. exactly right. So I misunderstood. So th- obviously she's not. So she doesn't have a way to get rid of sunburn. But when, nope. when you well, do get that initial sunburn, the uncomfortability of it comes from that that heat. That, yeah, it does. And she has a way to mitigate that. She does, All and right. also to actually move along that that burn that dark red uh, fairly quickly too. So let me let me read All you. Right, yeah, please. Uh, for the I'm uh, she said, I recently told a friend about a sunburn treatment that works wonders. She told me that she had never heard about it, so I figured that I'd make a post because I was sunburned recently. Now, usually it takes just a couple of days from start to finish, but this takes the heat out of it fast and makes it more comfortable on you. I found out about this from my husband. His mom used to do this with him when he ended up with a sunburn. First, you buy some menthol foam shaving cream. And it has to be the foam, and it has to have menthol in it, so no gel. Uh, We found Gillette shaving cream on Amazon since we had problems finding uh, menthol foam in stores. And we ended up buying six cans of it, but it works out because we live in Texas and sunburns happen a lot. Uh, Next, what you do is you apply the shaving cream on the burn. And it may seem like a strange shaving ritual, but trust me, don't rub it in. Just let it sit on your skin. It will start bringing all of that heat out, and you will be able to feel it. You may feel like you're itchy, too, but that's a good thing. The itching means that it's healing. And then after about... It's working. Then you leave it on for about 30 minutes. Huh. And uh, after that time, the shaving cream will seem like it is dissolved in spots. It will seem like it's not as moist and a little dried out. You'll feel as if you're becoming a little cold, at least on the sunburn part of your body, and that is a good sign. I'd like to try this. Can we get one of our interns to sit out in the sun for a little bit? Sure, we could do that. <laughs> Burn them up real good. Yeah. All right, next, rinse it off in a lukewarm or cool shower or bath. It's uh, just to get the residue off. Finally, if you still need it, do it again the next day, usually after the second treatment. The sunburn disappears. Wow. At what point do you shave your back? You don't shave your back. Oh. Uh, the pictures show my treatment. Uh, the final picture was taken the third day after my sunburn. And it's completely different, by the way. Wow. Looks like a Peter North still shot. Mm, well, no, I'm yeah. talking about after she oh. washes it off and everything. All right. <clears throat> she said, I slept great after the first treatment. And when my shoulders still felt hot from the burn the next day, I had another coating of shave, shaving cream on just my shoulders. Wow. And I've not had any peeling either. And no I kidding. use this on my kids, too. The peeling brings with it a, the itchiness. So when I that starts to happen, though, I mean, do you? Yeah. yeah, when you can peel some skin off, that's awesome. Um, uh, we always used aloe, and I guess this is better it, than it aloe, prob- huh? Well, it might have aloe in it. No, she said there isn't because her husband is allergic to aloe. Oh, that's probably why they came. They yes. had to do something like this. Yeah, exactly. And she said she's also. She goes on to say, "I've I've also used noxema. I hated it though." Uh, because it would, I would have it all over and sleep in a shirt that just stuck to me at night. Ooh, I hate and, that. And that wouldn't be comfortable. And I'm not saying it doesn't work, but I'd rather not be sticky at night when I'm trying to sleep. So when you have a sunburn pressing and the water seeps, you know, like you're, you've had that where it, your body produces like water seeps through or like, yeah, like, like bl- water blisters. Oh, blisters. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, those and, are just flat out blisters. Ugh. Yeah. So when we would get uh, bad sunburns when we were kids, my mom uh, would teabag us and she would, <laughs> she would use, uh, <laughs> Literally, bag mom. Uh, I got to give you something to tell your therapist. Yeah, 
Uh, no, it's the tannic acid in the tea bag. So she would make iced tea and then uh, set aside all of the tea bags and um, would apply it to our skin, especially you know coming off the beach, and it would work. It was it would well, it was cooling and it would something in the tannic acid apparently helped with the sunburn. That's a lot of tea bags. So maybe you're talking about like burning your whole back. Or it something sure was. Like that? Yeah. yeah. And, and, but now, it, it would actually do the trick. Our supposed method to cool the heat off. I don't know if it ever worked or not, but was vinegar. Vinegar. I've and heard vinegar. So you could you could even if it was so bad, you know, if you got it all over you, my mom would fill up the tub and just dump tons of vinegar in there too, along with the water, and you would soak in it and you would smell like a salad when you were done. Oh, Did you feel comfortable when you were in it? I, More I, comfortable. I don't know if psychosomatically maybe I did or not. All right. Um, but it's just yeah. what we always did. What about butter? I've heard butter. People sometimes butter, put butter, butter on, no. on a burn. See, butter would weird me out because you use that in cooking, and yeah. it would yeah. seem like you're just making it worse. Yeah, you're but, prepping yourself to eat. Yeah, I don't know. But she goes on to say in this post, my mother-in-law actually learned of this from a doctor about 40 years ago. She thought it was crazy then, too, until she saw it in action. She said, I'm not saying to go out and do this. I was just showing my friends what I do. She said, I love this method uh, because it works so fast. Lather, wait 30 minutes, rinse. The next day, reapply on stubborn parts if necessary. Wait 30 minutes and rinse and you are done. And then she goes on to say, as a public service announcement, please remember to always use sunscreen. Too much sun exposure can be dangerous and lead to cancer. By no means am I endorsing going out without sunscreen. I burn with sunscreen as well and know of the hassle, but it is worth it to wear it. All right. Uh, I've never heard of this. Fascinated by this. uh, Menthol shaving cream. It has been years, years and years and years since I've been sunburned because I I always put sunblock on. The commercials with this new Coppertone stuff that's um, clear. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. It doesn't have, uh, like, I use the Neutrogena. You know, the, the, that's my favorite way of getting skin cancer through sunblock. Uh, but the Coppertone has a clear um, gel-type stuff that is supposed to be very light, doesn't make you feel like you're caked in this cocoon of sunblock. And they're running commercials for it. I was wondering if anyone had tried it. Obviously, no one has. No. Have you seen the commercials for it? No. I'm okay. looking at it right now. D- d- all right. You know of anybody? I, no, I don't know. I be, I mean... I'd be interested to see if it does work. Because it's free, Steve. Okay. The PABAs, which uh, Casey, you alerted me to, which I guess can be a carcinogen if taken in large doses or whatever. That was Wait a minute. Question. Is this the one that, that I read the story about a while ago that is cancer-causing I think or you were, potentially? I, no. I think that you was were talking about one. parabens. Parabens? I, thought, I, I, I was talking straight. about parabens. That's why fa- I those are falcons. Yeah. I'm messing up. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Parabens. Oh, parabens. I don't know what Paba is. <laughs> What's the name of this brand, Kathy? Uh, this is. I looked up what you what you talked about. The Coppertone Sport Clear. Okay. SPF 50 dye free, Paba free, lotion. Uh, we. You know what? <gasps> we never. Uh, we didn't burn as kids. We never. So I didn't ever have to do like any of these. Home remedies with sunburn. You've got Italian We've blood got, that, yeah. that kind of took. I mean, I know your mom is Irish, but yep. apparently you got most of your dad's genes, mm. and you just tan his skin. Yeah, so yeah. we always tan, so they didn't really have to worry too much about that. And you know, my mom always ate tomatoes, and so she right. didn't really burn too I much. Used, I used to darken up. I mean, I because I have a little bit of Indian blood in me, so you know, I, I I assume that was part of the deal. But once I got vitiligo, all bets were off, <laughs> and I I've got to house paint up when I leave the house. And because I, I go hiking, I do all that stuff all the time. I'm out in the sun quite a bit, but I'm usually under the umbrella, the canopy of trees and stuff like that on a trail. You got to be smart. The UV shirts go on. It's just part of the part of the process. I used to feel like uh, the uh, standout because I was wearing these UV long sleeve shirts in the summer a lot of times. 
And the truth of the matter is now I see people wearing them all over the place, especially at the beach. You see yeah. kids swimming with them on. So, like, you know, my kids all have had, unfortunately, sunburn. And But, uh, you know, I think the, the silver lining to that is uh, they now all don't fight me when I try to put sunblock on them. Because they it, learned it, was, their lesson. It. Yes. it was always just the biggest hassle. Thing. No, no. And I, I would say, Shut have, up. have you ever had sunburn? You know, and they're like, no. I go, you're welcome. Because if you do... <laughs> You know, like, you wouldn't be fighting me like this. But yeah. you know, what I find to be a little bit of a uh, a hassle is, you know, those face sticks, Kathy? That's what I was just going to bring up. That's why I... Because they okay. melt. The problem is they're great. Oh, no, yeah. you're not getting the right one. The no, sunscreen I'm... face sticks? Yeah, so the problem is when they sit in your in your beach bag for a couple of hours and then you have to reapply it. It's kind of two o'clock. Soft. It's soft and ends up like you know. So you might as well just get the the regular cream stuff. You know what I saw at the pool the other day, which um, I had never seen before. But like everybody used to wear the white zinc, you know, under their eyes or on uh, their yeah, nose. Yeah, yeah. But now it's black. What? Well, no, no. What is that? Well, zinc. Remember when we were kids? Like yeah. it was kind. You get all sorts of different colors, right? And... But did you have you seen the black? No. It looked like the kid had smeared dirt all over his face. But like I, covered his whole face like that? Well, uh, like most of like his what, cheeks. What, do you go to Minstrel Beach? It, yeah, like, no kidding. His nose and his cheeks were completely covered, but not like a football player would, you know, put yeah, under his eyes. spots, yeah. Just like, I mean, smeared on it. First they thought the kid was playing wow. in dirt, and then I realized that's what it was, but I, I had never seen the black I'd rather before. get skin cancer than be accused of putting on a minstrel show yeah, on the right? beach. Well, and like, I, I'll take my, uh, I take my, uh, my chances. He's stuck at, you know, like... I don't know. I guess everybody's used to the white. I don't know. But I was, everyone was kind of staring at the poor kid. I still, I mean, I need that aerosol spray. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the, actually yeah. trying to put the, the, the lotion version of sunscreen on is, it's not just a hassle, but you miss a lot of spots. I mean, I you know, you can come up streaky and stuff like that, and I'll get little sunburn streaks and so on. But I mean, uh, so since I play golf. You're out in the beating down sun for a good five, six hours. I, I agree. Unprotected, and you've got to put that stuff on. Have you? Do you get the Neutrogena? So I get the Neutrogena. No, I just grab you know what, whatever brand aerosol that's fifty ps, you know PFS or uh, whatever. Yep. So I do the hundred, whatever the hell that means, in the broad scheme of things. But it has a special handle on it now, so that you can hit your back a lot better. Okay, the, the upper part of your back because it is it, it's. We, especially us, you know, more fair skin, we have to be concerned about yes. this. It sucks. I, I have a few questions. Uh, Steve, I've read, and I have no idea if it's accurate or not, but that there's really no difference between 50 and 100. I'm absolutely that positive that there is okay. no difference whatsoever, but I really prefer to pay for the illusion <laughs> that there is. <laughs> All right. I, uh-huh. That I Just understand. Yes. I want to double my chances <laughs> of being ineffective. Okay. Um, uh, here, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nick. No. So, so um, I, I think I, it's above 30, by the way, Nick. Yeah. 30. Okay. Like, it, it's all the same. So. I have a history of skin cancer in my family. I see a dermatologist every year. I I make sure to sunscreen and and take proper care of it. What I'm never quite sure of is if you get a tan in advance, are you less likely to get burned or does that not actually impact? I I mean, isn't a tan basically you're getting burned? I I don't know. I think the illusion of a base tan and all that stuff is what that is. I think it's an illusion. I think you're still susceptible to a burn, no problem. No matter what. Even if you are a tan. Now, listen, I'm I'm not a dermatologist. I I don't know. No, you're a proctologist. I I am. am. So that's how you met. Figging is my territory. (laughs) Not for me. Uh, You don't like figging? You don't like figging? (laughs) (laughs) 
No, if I have a base tan and I go out in the sun, I'm not going to burn. Really? No. Yeah, but you already if said I, you don't burn. So, like, I call if I no went fair. out, if I went out from you know winter time, the first time I go out in the summer, that I would burn. I, you know what I'm you saying? You get I, dark though. You, I, I, I remember I, one year you you were I forget what year years ago you looked like I uh, I was, you were Halle Berry dark. Uh, you there know. was like one year I go back and look at pictures. I'm like. Okay, that looks a little yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? And listen, a cautionary tale: tanning. It's it. <laughs> the people you know, tan mom, like somebody who like tans it, it obsessively. So my mom and my sister both were really into having deep dark tans. They they got jeans that allowed them to have that. I did not. And yeah. now do they have deep dark wrinkles? Yeah, they do. They it's prematurely age. I'm telling you, it yeah. had to have been that. Oh, it it absolutely is. I have a friend who is. She's young, and you would never know it. You would think that she's sixty years old, wow. and she's Yeesh. she's not even forty yet. It wow. has with the the elasticity of of your skin. Yeah, you know? and it's Say just Matt Calper. I yeah. mean, <laughs> no, Matt's thirty. Matt's skin looks great, right? I know because he takes care of himself. He moisturizes every Tea night. Uh, does the Botox? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but no, I, I absolutely think, uh, and I think that the wrinkles that I have are a little more intensified because as a kid or, you know, when I, when I lived at the shore, I have sunscreen was like, if I had it, I put it on. If I didn't, I didn't. Do you mean the ones on your forehead? Shut oh, up. I hate man, you. Preston. I'm going back to the Botox doctor. Kathy, I would never, you know, I would never say that. I don't approve of what Preston just did to you. What hey, name, by the way, I, I was thinking about getting one of those cool little, um, like uh, Tommy Bahama straw hats. Do you know what I'm talking about? They got like they're tiny. super cool. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, the tiny one. No, Tommy, Tommy. 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 <laughs> Look at my little hat. No, um, uh, it you know it it goes around like it's you know it's got the brim around the whole thing. Okay. They're actually very protective. They are. Uh, so I've uh, I see other people wearing. Here's them. They don't, one of the issues: yeah. headgear. So I, I had this. I bought this um, long-brimmed, it's almost like a golf hat, Preston, so the cap goes out in front, and then there's actually things that pull out to the side that can shade your face. Yeah. Uh, it is It is a golf thing, and it uh, it actually looks okay. Yeah. It's not a fedora, using, by the way. So many of those hats look so bad when you're wearing well, them. Here, I'm not wearing this out Kate. to the nightclub. I'm going to wear it under the beach, and I'm going to wear it when, okay. I, when I cut the lawn. Bad but, headgear is okay on, on the beach, I think. Okay. Here, well, that's the thing. Here, here's what you have to do. You either have to get one that, that's in style, and, and you know it's going to go with your outfit, you're going to look good, or just go completely extreme, and who cares what you're wearing? Yeah, yeah. I guess get whatever right. it is you want, like that Bud Light hat that <laughs> oh, you're Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Eric from Sweden. Yeah. I hope he brings the hat today. He's like, got a cowboy hat that's a Bud Light hat. Just go extreme. Uh, yeah, Case, I, I think you're okay. Yeah. I think if, if you're just going to be wearing it when you're walking to the beach or hanging yeah. out at the beach, it, it, you guys can't. I mean, when I see people wearing those things, I look at them simply for function and not Good. style. Then I'm going to wear my stupid hat. Where you I want to see that. <laughs> It's actually, I want to see what you're talking about. Okay, so I, I'll, I'll just, at least on the front part of the the brim, I guess, that comes out, there are two things that pull out that can protect the side okay. of your face. Do you remember in the 80s they had, these were really, really stupid hats. Uh, it was like almost like a baseball cap type of thing, but had like a, yes. dra- a drape yes. in the A back. mullet. Yeah. Baseball yeah. cap mullet. Yeah, yes. Preston, I have <laughs> two. What? I have two Currently? of them. <laughs> so when I was when I there were uh, there was a certain path I would use that where you were in the sun for a, d- a direct amount of time and I could feel it on the back of my neck. Yeah, and I'm like son of. I understand a bitch. the functionality for sure. Yeah, but I ended. You know what? The, I, I look like some sort of 
Billy Ray Cyrus looking <laughs> freaky dude because you can't help but look like a mullet. It yeah. looks like a mullet. Then what you need are the glasses, the round glasses that have the little leather protection things uh, on the side. You know what I'm talking <laughs> right, about? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That, oh, dear. Are those Wayfarers? In fact, uh, you know what? I don't know. In fact, I think in just one of the guys, when she came, first comes to the door to pretend to be a guy, to, yeah. try, to try and trick her brother, I think she's wearing that exact same combination. Yeah. The glasses and the hat with the thing down the back. So, Case, I found a hat for you. Do you want dark gray, gray, or khaki? Oh, I'm more of a khaki. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Do you I'm, have? I'm ordering it. No, 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 no. I need, I need to. Approve. That's a good hat. It's, there you go. It's 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 not too far off from that hat. The it's a huge a, brim. The, the you need to be shaded. Smaller. That's like that would get in the way when I'm mowing the lawn. That that looks like something if you're you know if you're picking artichoke out in the field yes, you'd be wearing 100%. something like that. Case it's going to cover your neck. It's going to cover your shoulders and your family. Yes. <laughs> You know, I'm just trying to protect my family, Steve. <laughs> Daddy, under there. tilt your head. Just go ahead and get the umbrella hat yeah. if, if you're going to wear oh, something like no. that. You know. Right, so I bring, you know, and I learned it from the the Asian community. I bring a um, a rain umbrella with me, like so many places, and I use it to block the sun. Uh, uh, you know what? And Michael I, Jackson used to do that yeah, all the time. Man. And I think there are Asian communities that have the sun protection thing down pat because there are groups of women that come out and play in the golf course where I play regularly, like every day. They're fanatical golf course or fanatical golfers, and they have the biggest visors I've ever seen in my life. They are, you know, what I'm talking about. Oh, sure, yeah. they are massive. Yeah, and they protect them. And they protect them. Like, like like they're wearing a duck on their head, right? <laughs> it's yeah. huge. Yeah. And uh, kind of goofy looking, but I guess it's, you know, it's what they're trying to protect themselves yeah. and it's working. It's funny because I started bringing the uh, the rain umbrella to, like, my, my kids' soccer games. And a couple of people made some comments. And then uh, last season, I saw a whole bunch of other people. A few more popping up. Yes. Right. Yeah, it makes sense, man. Yeah, I, I got a picture of this thing that I wear here, Preston. Right. Are you sure yeah, you don't right. want it, Casey? Because I'm placing an Amazon order it, anyway. Looks like that. <laughs> I want to see Steve's hat. Uh, oh, I see. Okay, I Let see what see. you're talking about. They, they're they're like uh, almost like blinders on a horse. Right, right. They, they pull off to the side, to the yeah. side there, and that's just protect your face a little bit. Like when the sun is coming in from the side, you can pull them out. Yeah. Hey, Steve, can you wear it backwards and look like a dark? <laughs> you look Darth like Vader. You look like an idiot here. So look, here they are extended out, and you you look. You look uh-huh. like an idiot. Yeah, but yeah. who cares? I think at this point, looking. like it doesn't matter. Just wear whatever you need to wear <laughs> and protect know. yourself. Uh, here is, hang on, I want to go to uh, Chuck. He's uh, protective as well. Hey, Chuck, good morning. Hey, good morning, Preston. Hey, what's up, buddy? So, yeah, it's. I have to use like a sun shelter. It's like a tent, but it's like the fabric that they use is uh, UV protecting, and Coleman makes it. So if you look it up, just type in like, sun shelter but if i leave that even with sunblock i get like burned to a crisp i'm no like kidding. so you when you go uh-huh. to the beach you 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 bring your own what you call sun shelter oh yeah yeah absolutely you I, know I, what we we used to have one of those. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate it. When uh, when my son was playing lacrosse, if, yeah. if if your kids play lacrosse or soccer or any field sport where you're out and there is nothing, man, because there are no trees yeah. anywhere. You have zero protection, like you were saying, Casey. Yep. You know, bring the umbrella. We had this little, like, half-tent thing that we would bring, and, and that way, you know, Caroline yeah. and, and Carter, when they were little kids, could just sit in there and not bake in the sun all day long. We used to just keep it in our car, yeah. and it was, uh, it was a regular little thing to pop up. 
The, uh, yeah, they're, they're, actually, the tech on this stuff is pretty good. Yeah. You know, the, the UV protection stuff. But it's like, look, you, you're going to go out. You want to enjoy it. There's something out there for you, like the, he's having a, like a sunblock hut or whatever the hell at the beach. Yeah, and that's the way I I can't. When we go to travel, when we want to go to a Caribbean location, or Claire wants to go to some place like that, is I said, I always say, tell me, do they have things for me where I can be in a shade? Yeah, I think I've told. I know I've told you guys this story before. Shell and I one time went to uh, uh, West Palm Beach, Florida, and uh, we we were there just for like two days. It was a quick in and out vacation thing that we did. It was before we had kids. So the first thing we do is we go down to the beach. And it's the beginning of the summer, too, yeah. by the way. So we go hang out on the beach for like three hours. Michelle laid on her stomach for a while. She got so burned on the way back to our hotel that she fainted in the in the elevator. Oh, wow. And I had to pick her up. It's my first time ever picking up dead weight, by the way. <laughs> it, oh, my God. Dead weight is some weight. Well, and, and also yeah. they can't. Uh, position their muscles you can't support and you're trying to it's like I was like dragging a dead body down the hallway so anyhow she was severely burned Um. not blistering though I've had blisters before I don't think she blistered but so she had a uh, a swimsuit on and the strap where you know obviously there was a a burn mark yeah and I kid you not it was over a year later you could still see tiny remnants of that that band wow. where she was burned, I've never seen anything like it. It was and that know. should that should serve as warning that shows you how much damage and how long the damage exists in your body. Yeah. Pretty sure she got sun poisoning, whatever yeah. that technically is. Yeah, you, know? you can vomit. You get start getting sick. People oh, start she, vomiting. She did. Yeah. yeah, we should have gone to the hospital to oh, be wow. honest, but we didn't. But you yeah. called your dad. I, but I can't, hey, dad, what <laughs> do we do? I mean, Put some chewing yeah. tobacco. Stick on a it. pen in her throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tea bags, uh, yeah. so but, tea bag. But I kid you not that the, those little marks, I'll never forget it from the clasp <laughs> on her on her uh, the bra part of her of her uh, bathing suit. She had like these three little marks that were there for over a oh year. God. I couldn't believe it. It was that long. Worst sunburn I ever had was uh, the south of France. We were in Nice, and oh. uh, and, and it's closer to the equator uh, in the, there. And um, I got a really bad burn. Had no idea that the sun was that. Brutal, and I had blisters, Steve, all over my face. Wow, all over my chin. I mean, those you look like a junkie, literally, they oh, were popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked like a meth addict oh, because uh, once those pop, you should have joined Papa Roach right then and there. Then they, <laughs> then they dry out, and they're just huge scabs. They were all over my face and my uh, my shoulders. It was oh. really bad. You, I, I've never had it that bad I, on my face, and I wonder if, if even though that I was like 18 years old when it that happened, still come back to if that could still it can still be it, it where can, I might have like carcinoma or whatever you, that might you, pop up. You go to well, you go and you get checked. You go to your dermatologist and do it. Yeah, every yeah. every six months. I know. Yeah. So here's the deal: what you what uh, all that stuff, especially that it, when you're closer to the equator. When we were did that trip to Tulum, Mexico, you know, and, and took the listeners. I mean, I was acutely aware. I mean, you remember I was never in the pool with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I, you couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. And it was just too much. Yeah, because there are spots in you with the vitiligo that have no pigment at all. And I'm like, yeah. I'm yeah. At, that's You'll why I, I basically would go out of the house wearing house paint. Wow. So I looked I, up, I would uh, aluminum side myself if I could. According to uh, Consumer Reports, having a suntan does next to nothing when it comes to protecting your skin. A tan is actually a sign of skin damage. Uh, the sunlight can injure the DNA and in skin cells, and that leads them to cause uh, to darken to prevent further damage. 
A base tan will give you far less protection than using sunscreen. Wow, no There you go. All right. Spray tan. Yeah. (laughs) Spray tan if you want to look dark. What are the benefits of keeping uh, uranium next to your bed at night? That's not a good idea. Okay, all right. Then I'm going to stop. Lower heating bill. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. Hey, uh, we guys are talking about personal tents, and I wanted to ask you guys. This is uh, sort of just a uh, parallel conversation. Have you guys seen the personal uh, porta-potties? Have you seen these personal tent porta-potties? Okay. So it's it's a kit that you buy, and it's basically like a little stool uh, that kind of folds out, and you it, you put a little plastic bag in the stool, right. and then a tent that goes on your head oh, like I a saw hat. It. I did. It goes on your head like yes. a hat, and then goes over you, and then you can just squat and take a dump. Yeah. Is it real though? Like, is it a real product? Was it for I, sale? Yeah. Would you use one during the show? Outside in the parking lot? Um, yeah, I would. I would. Uh, no, that's uh, we have a picture in the studio. No, no that's it's like something you like step in it or or it goes over you. I, saw I mean, it, and it then goes it, like, over I... you like it's a, like it's a poncho of yeah. you know, of sorts. Was it was it me that was telling you guys about the idea of having one that just comes up around your waist? <laughs> Why wouldn't and, and that you, work? And, and it would, and I think. Squat, like a hoop skirt. Just, yeah, you'd squat. Like a poodle doing? skirt. I'm just taking a dump. But I, I mean, pressed I... wearing a poodle skirt to the lacrosse game. <laughs> hey, listen, Casey, if in, in an emergency, I would use one of those things. Absolutely. I have, and I'm not. But if it's I'm that much of an emergency and the entire time to set it up, I'd probably crap my pants by Oh, then. my God, yeah. yeah. That's I, why a poodle skirt you can just keep on. Yeah. I, I'm not proud to admit this, but I have peed in a cup while wearing a poncho in the middle of an Eagles game. <laughs> like, I, like you know, You're not the only surrounded no. by 70,000 people. I guarantee you far worse has been done. And the person next to me drank it. No, that's, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but I have done that. And I, I want to say I threw it away when I was done. You didn't know. keep it as a memory of the game? <laughs> what no. would you have done with it otherwise? Well, throw it in the trash so somebody else didn't have to do that, you right, know? Right, That's just rude. Okay. I want to say that I, that I kept it and brought it home and stapled <laughs> right. it to the wall with Frozen. my collection of other Eagles piss bags. <laughs> Put it in the freezer. Hello, piss bag. Hello, piss bag. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, th- listen, this menthol foam shaving cream thing, this is how we got started. This woman says it is a great sunburn relief option. Uh, brings the takes the heat out. If you have issues. You to, it allows you to sleep better, and she says it kind of speeds up the healing process. I don't know if it's true or not. This is just one person's method. Well, listen, if she's had success and you have difficulty alleviating yeah. the pain when you do get sunburned, give it a shot. Something worth trying. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we need to take a break because we've got some bizarre file stories. We're going to get to those in just a close. We'll be back in a second. What's new? Glad you asked. Muse. Disturbed. The Raconteurs. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. All right, let's get into these stories from the Bizarre Files. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by Rita's Water Ice. The five-layer gelati is back at Rita's. Add an extra layer of custard to your favorite gelati. Only at Rita's and only for a limited time. Well, why not? Let's begin in Florida, okay? 
An auto shop owner claims that he was asked to clean the car of a suspect accused of killing a 16-year-old teenager who had been the subject of an Amber Alert. Police say that Luis Rivera fatally shot Bruce Hagens Jr. last month over a drug deal. Now, investigators say they found Hagens' body buried in a shallow grave more than a week after receiving a tip. Uh, Luis Vargas spoke with the TV news channel and said that they, that he didn't know what to think when Rivera and his father, Luis Rivera Sr., drove to his auto shop on May 31st with Hagen's body in the car. He said, at first I thought he was sleeping. This is according to Vargas. Mm-hmm. Documents reveal the body of Hagen's was slumped over toward the driver's side with his head resting on the center console area. They also claim that uh, Rivera Sr. and Jr. met at uh, Vargas's auto shop within 15 minutes of the fatal shooting and wanted Vargas to clean up the blood in the car. Uh, keep the body in there, just clean up the blood. I think so. Mm. Officials said Vargas refused at first, but then changed his mind and said that his son could do the job. Yeah, why not? Upon learning the nature of the job, Vargas's son had concerns about what was going on and said when he started asking questions, Rivera Sr. and his son told him that, quote, someone got robbed. Huh. Didn't they have a sign-up that said not responsible for bodies left in the car? He said uh, they told him that he tried to rob the kid and that's why they got into a gunfight inside the car. Inside the car. Uh, police have not said whether Vargas and his son will face any charges, but did say charges are pending against several people in the case. So these guys actually showed up at a shop and said, hey, can you clean up the blood? There's this dead guy in the car. It's a brand new Prius. Uh... Very bizarre. Okay. A combination of cocaine and toxic pufferfish liver sent a Florida man to the emergency room. Oh, my God. Another Florida man story. <laughs> The liver from a pufferfish, also known as fugu, is considered a delicacy in Japan, but eating it is risky as the fish's liver contains a high concentration of deadly poison known as tetrodotoxin, or TTX, which causes paralysis if ingested. Because there's no antidote to TTX, doctors often place patients on ventilators and keep them uh, to help their body breathe until it excretes the poison. Now, the 43-year-old man's case was more complex than a typical fugu eater's. However, over the past few days, he had ingested cocaine and eaten canned foods, which made his physicians wonder whether foodborne botulism was at play, too. The man had high blood pressure, possibly from his cocaine use and chronic kidney disease. Uh, When he came to the ER, the man was not in good shape. He was uh, throwing up, had weakness and difficulty speaking, and said that he had stomach pain. Uh, t- also tearing chest pain and numb legs. Would the cocaine help reverse the effects of the fugu? No. Okay. Uh, in fact, it made it worse. The man's grandmother. That's right, my doctor. Who had also nibbled on the puffer fish came uh, with him to the hospital. But because her fugu portion had been smaller, she had fewer symptoms. Just some dizziness and leak wag, uh, leak wags, <laughs> leg weakness. <laughs> Leak wags. In there, bro. Yeah. Uh, uh, Health care workers leaks or wag. immediately gave the man medication to lower his high blood pressure and intubated him so that he would be able to breathe if the TTX paralyzed his breathing muscles. In case he had botulism, they also gave him botulism antitoxin. This guy's a mess, Preston. I'm not a doctor, but that's the word I would say. He's a mess. The man received medication that has been shown to help other people who have eaten bad fugu. Mm. Oh, that's a band name, Bad Fugu. Bad Fugu. Uh-huh. We are Bad Fugu!
However, his recovery wasn't straightforward. While in the intensive care unit, the patient developed pneumonia and his kidney problems flared up, requiring him to go on, the di- go on dialysis. And uh, the message from the case report is... Don't eat puffer fish. <laughs> yeah, it's, honestly, I, Nick, you're the most adventurous eater out of us all. Would you even think about eating puffer fish? He's is eating that, one right now. Is it that important? Uh, no, it's not that important. I guess I would try just because I like trying stuff, but I probably wouldn't do it having done cocaine the day before. Right. Yeah. Good call. Wait a couple of days. <laughs> Three days at least. Yeah. A few. Uh, a 12-year-old Indiana girl who was vacationing with her family in Florida contracted rare flesh-eating bacteria mm-hmm. that will take her months to recover. Uh, Casey, though, this happened in the ocean. Oh, yeah, I'm Browns, uh The Brown family went to a beach in Destin earlier this month when uh, Kylie fell drastically ill after uh, arriving in Florida amid a few stormy days. Uh, they were in the clear to visit the beach. Authorities warned them and others that it was still dangerous to go in and only allowed people to go in knee deep. Making the most out of the situation, her family, including Kylie, entered the water and had some fun. Her mother, Michelle, uh, said she had pain in her right calf the following day, assuming it was only a Charlie horse. However, the pain continued to grow and it prevented her from walking. When they returned to Indianapolis, uh, a doctor told Michelle to take her daughter to an emergency room, and they took an MRI, and they noticed an infection was spreading, running rapidly through her body. Doctors noticed an infection between Kylie's knee, diagnosed her with necrotizing fasciitis, a rare flesh-eating disease. Uh, she's home now and still faces more surgeries, treatments, and physical therapy so she can walk again. Uh, they How just, much did she lose? They, I don't think she lost her limb or anything All like right, because that, so. that can happen quickly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I wanted to point that out, Case, to you, because I know you have a fear of that, but it looks like that didn't take place in fresh water. So, mm-hmm. so you have something else to be terrified about in the surf. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, one last story. This is a doozy. A Whitesville Central School District teacher appeared to praise... Adolf Hitler in the district's latest yearbook. But district officials say his comments were incomplete. Now hear me out. And mistakenly taken out of context. I want you to tell me how this could possibly be taken out of context. Uh, Jeff Acor, high school social studies teacher at the small school district, was quoted in the yearbook calling Hitler his favorite person in history, adding the deceased Nazi dictator, quote, did many great things for Germany and their youth before the infamous Holocaust. Uh, his statement also said that, that that was a blight. He also said Hitler was, quote, outed and faced hardships early in life, which a lot of people can relate to. He said Adolf is arguably arguably the greatest public speaker in the history of the world. Adolf made many great strides to make Germany a world superpower. I'm seeing a lot of impressive things here on your resume, <laughs> but I also see the Holocaust. <laughs> I can explain. Uh, a photo of the yearbook page with Acor's quote circulated on Twitter Thursday. The Whitesville superintendent, Laurie Sanders, released a statement saying that Acor's statement was incomplete, resulting in the description of a historical figure being taken out of context. Uh, she declined to explain the context of Acor's statement, nor what additional statements were left out of the yearbook. Uh, Sanders said the yearbooks were confiscated two weeks ago after district officials discovered the statement as well as other errors and that a new yearbook will be printed. Never happened. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. You know, um, throughout history, or at least in current history, you're going to find it an uphill battle to defend <laughs> Hitler. Uh-huh. So why even try? So they will be printed and distributed with his complete statement in it. The yearbook was produced by a student-run after-school club and it had there. There was an advisor, uh, a teacher, and they're going to try to find. I out advise who that you was. leave out that Hitler part. Wow. Yeah. So they said. How about Mussolini? 
By the way, asked whether he will face disciplinary action for his statements about Hitler, Sanders said the district officials have investigated and no action has been taken. So, wow. Mm. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, uh, we are going to take ourselves a break. Now, before I remind you, we have a tattoo, a chance for you to win with Tattoos Day today. Text word tattoo to 39333. You might win a presidency tattoo. From famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. We're going to break and be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thanks, Kath. Wawa Hoagie Day. Uh, Casey and I will be on Independence Mall in a little while. Around noon, serving up a, I think it's a... A nine-ton hoagie this year, 18,000 oh pounds. Is that, is that right? Yeah, yeah. 18,000 pounds. Huh? Our forefathers in <laughs> 1776 were only able to construct a two-ton hoagie. Yeah, that's well, it's got to have a beginning. Yeah. And uh, it's a tradition that carries on, and it's amazing. Actually, it's Obviously, been, it's a blast. Actually, it's been, this is the 27th year that they've had uh, Hoagie Day. Isn't that cool? Independence Mall, which is pretty cool, yeah. Wow, you, you know, my favorite part big. is a, the, uh, the quote-unquote uh, hoagie-building contest. Yes. Which is a, a free-for-all food fight, basically. Philadelphia fire uh, fighters against Philadelphia police. And then this year it is, and I need to check my script on the information, but I think it's the Air National Guard. Guard, and there's a Navy contingency this ah. year. So normally it's um, it's the it's the Air Force and Air National Guard, I believe. Uh, so they've kind of switched it up a little bit. So it should be pretty cool. It's yeah. great. Um, yeah, and it's going to be a nice day, and, and the food is free. So if you happen to be on Independence Mall, we're kind of over by the Constitution Center. Uh, we'll be set up and come see the 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 festivities, the presentation, and everything. Or just come out for the free sandwich and everything. You know, come come and check it all out. Your freeloaders. Uh, Steve sent me this article about Michael Jackson. Uh, do you remember that there was a rumor that Michael owned a hyperbaric oxygen chamber? Yeah. He slept in it. One of those things that he would sleep in, that was the word. That's yeah. why I'm alive today. Um, you're not alive today. Son of a bitch. So, uh, but, I kept the receipt. But he thought that it was going to prolong his life. Well, apparently, the Daily Mail, the publication... Tracked down a hyperbaric oxygen tank that they claim was owned and used by Michael at one point. That's got to be worth something. I mean, we've seen the iconic photographs of him laying in his tube, Mm -hmm. his hyperbaric tube. And that was something that he he swore would keep him young and vital. Yeah, yeah. In 1986, there was a picture of him appearing to be sleeping. Did he ever have bubbles in it with him? In a hyperbaric oxygen tank. No, but getting the tube. Getting a goddamn tube. Uh, many reports started circulating at the time that he uh, the rejuvenation tank was in Michael's home and he slept in the chamber. Jesus. According to the National Enquirer now, uh, Michael purchased it because he believed that it would help him live to be 150 years old. Well, he was off by 100 years. The Yeah, you're right. He... he well, you know, <laughs> drugs <laughs> will do that to hey, you. Hey, come on, man. Drugs <laughs> get a bad rap. The chamber was said to slow the aging process. The National Enquirer alleges that Michael said, I believe if I treat my body properly, I'll live to be at least 150. I never drink more than a quart of propofol a day. And uh, now 10 years after his death, Michael's life-extending chamber has been located. 
The hyperbaric oxygen tank was found at a California warehouse. The chamber is reportedly being used by an alternative treatment company called Hyperbaric Modular Systems, HMS. Uh, Now, the oxygen chambers are generally used by burn victims, which Michael, of course, was after his accident in 1984. You remember uh, Deadpool was in one for a while. Yep, that's correct. Yeah, and uh, actually, my uncle used one when he had, um, he had, uh, you know, we had a bizarre file story with uh, necrotizing fasciitis, the uh, um, um, flesh uh, flesh eating disease. Thank you, Casey. And uh, my uncle nearly died from it. And I went at, we went, I flew out to uh, Salt Lake City to visit him while he was in the hospital there. Was he in one? And I went to see him, and they had him in a hyperbaric chamber. Now, he was unconscious. Oh. And he doesn't even remember me being there. He was unconscious the whole time that we were there. But, yeah, it was weird, man. I saw him inside that chamber, and it was supposed to help stop that necrotizing fasciitis, that stuff from eating his body alive. And it, it worked. He, it, it took a good portion of his... Of his flesh, but uh, but he he survived. So what is it? So it, it in, it's a supercharged um, oxygen atmosphere, and can you increase the pressure within a hyperbaric I be- chamber? Yeah, I believe so. I think that those are similar to the things that they use for you know divers when they need to right. reacclimate to if they've, they've gone down deep. So they can I think atmospheres basically they can they can increase the amount so maybe five to six times our atmosphere our pressure they can raise that and that can help with blood flow or i assume i know that people have had brain issues sometimes going to hyperbaric chambers casey wasn't terrell owens sleeping in one for a while you guys remember that okay he had he had a now i don't know if it was a hyperbaric chamber in that it would um create pressure and uh And atmospheres, but it was a pure oxygen. No, you know, that, you know it, it, it was inflatable. It was a poncho you could poop in. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, that was. <laughs> it was a lot cheaper. I don't uh, but think that's was, what he used. Yeah, it wasn't just him. There were a few guys from the Eagles that would bring these to training camp with them, right? Because they were, you know, just working so hard and they were just trying to you know do anything to help their bodies. And I think he was trying to recover from that injury in in. Order to be able to play in the Super Bowl. If I, rem- I'm, I might be misremembering, but I, I remember, remember it. it being a news story for a stretch. Yeah. But uh, Nick, we're looking at a video of it, and I, I, it, it had a zip up, and it was inflatable. I, I don't think it was a, you know, I think that you could increase pressure, or, you know, uh, um, atmospheric pressures. I think you could probably get the same results from being in a hammock and doing whippets. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's you, try. It. Yeah, well, uh, you want you want to get a doctor's opinion on yes, this? Yes, sure. Okay, we've got uh, our buddy on the line. Of course, you knew he would call in. Dr. Mike Serigliano from Fox 29 and Penn Medicine. Good morning, Dr. Mike. You know, I, it gets me all riled up when you talk <laughs> science. I, I'm t- Preston, what? you get me going. Oh, wow. Yeah. You get his, ju- just, hey, man, you get his just, juices flowing like a hyperbaric chamber. Reading the information here, I don't think that it stops the aging process. Well, no, and you're absolutely correct. Now, the, the ones that he had and the ones you can get for home use are not they're, they're usually material and and when you went to the hospital you'll notice that was not a material thing oh it no metal yeah yeah it was it was a yeah. solid piece of, of equipment absolutely yeah right so so the the people that do hyperbaric medicine mm-hmm. uh, are, are they kind of laugh because these things really don't do anything wow. uh, it's it's more of a psychological thing uh, you just can't get to the pressures you need to get. Unless it's a metal hyperbaric chamber. Right. But there's a lot of things. 
that ha- Steve, you mentioned infections. It's important for people that have bone infections, osteomyelitis, uh, any kind of infection that is hard to get to, either with antibiotics or surgery. This really uh, uh, affects the uh, bacteria and allows them, or it doesn't allow them to live. So there's a lot of reasons they're doing research with nerve injury, all kinds of things. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it saved my uncle's life because he had he had necrotizing fasciitis after a surgery, he had a hemorrhoid surgery, man. Ooh. So it started eating his rear end. And uh, and nearly killed him. He ended up getting pneumonia from all the infection and everything. But they they put him in that chamber, Doctor Mike, and it it stopped it. Yeah, uh, we we do it. And and then also, if people get carbon monoxide poisoning, there, there's a lot of uses for hyperbaric chambers. It's it's uh, it's pretty amazing stuff. And uh, uh, it it, it, it kind of ties in space flight and NASA and all that stuff. And right. uh, if if I wasn't uh, uh, an, an internist, I, I think I would have done that. You would have gone into that. Do you, do you think one could glean the same benefit from putting a dry cleaning bag over their heads and inhaling, or <laughs> is that, I hear that could be dangerous? A dry cleaning bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, Dr. Mike, I have, I have an actual question. Um, the the I, I've really got into um, people that have been climbing Everest lately, and there's this woman named Caroline yeah. Gleick. I follow her on Instagram, uh, and she was preparing for the Everest climb by sleeping in one of these home hyperbaric chambers and she was able to make it to the summit she's also an incredible athlete do you think that helped her or is it just uh, psychosomatic forget it there's <laughs> no way she was she was a really good athlete she trained she she got herself into shape and was able to do that uh and and she was good at waiting in lines Yes, because yeah. there's that we we saw that picture of getting to the yeah, summit. There was a line of like two. It looked like outside the Lowe's waiting to get into I, a movie. It was crazy. Uh, I, I think Steve, you would agree. I would prefer an eight G television <laughs> with one of your patented surround sound things. Right, and feel like I was there. I, I agree. Let, let me ask you. With the with the uh, hyperbaric chambers now, do they use those for uh, treatment of of uh, brain disorders as well, or getting blood flow in the brain? I've heard that's used for that. Is that Hui and Hokum as well? Well, no, no. If you go to a hyperbaric chamber that that is a bona fide chamber, there are all kinds of areas of research that are going on, and in many cases, like I said, it can it can help with. Uh, I had a patient with uh, brachial plexus injury that, that that was refractory. There's a lot of things that that hyperbaric chambers are useful for, and they do work. Right. But they have to be a bona fide hyperbaric chamber right. to be able to get to the pressures that you need to be effective. If it's a flexible bag, forget <laughs> it. So you're saying hooking yourself up to the Dyson at home isn't going to be exactly the same. <laughs> Oh, that, that might get a chicken bone out of your throat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a home, right. home tracheotomy. Yeah. All right. Excellent. <laughs> Always good to talk to you, Dr. Mike. Thank you, sir. Have a great holiday. Love you. I love, love you, you, Dr. Mike. All right. There's a lot of fly-by-night stuff. Well, he actually had, Jackson had a real hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a sack. It was a real. Yeah, Michael had the real thing. I mean, he could afford that, definitely. Uh, I have other Michael information. If, oh, yeah. If you're interested now. This, Michael, the world of Michael. This is via Weird Al Yankovic. And yeah. I don't have. I, I, uh, I can tell you the story. These are audio clips, right? Yeah, so he's decided in lieu of um, or in light of the series or the mini series, Leaving Neverland. Yep. 
And it caught me as weird. He has decided, at least for a while, to stop performing his Michael Jackson song parodies. And it seemed it seems to me that's that's sort of weird that it's you know these are songs he's known for. It's not. I don't know why that choice is made, especially Weird Al. And well, he's lampooning the uh, he's lampooning uh, him the, the the songs. Um, yeah, I don't know, but let's uh, let's catch up. Do the eat it one first. Uh, uh, I sorry. love this. Yep. Uh, yeah, eat it. Here we go. Oh, I thought it was an interview with him. So no, no, it's just it. the songs. Yeah, okay. yeah, just All a right. clips of the songs. Uh, I loved those. Uh, <laughs> they were so great, especially the videos, because he faithfully, <laughs> even the dance moves, Yeah, I mean, he couldn't really do them, but he was attempting to do them every single, especially in the Eat It video, like every move he tried to replicate. I think he even went to the place they used as that bar, that restaurant. I believe it. The exact same spot, and the one that I find... Just uh, laugh out loud funny is fat. Oh, my God. Uh, You ain't fat. You ain't nothing. (laughs) Right. You ain't nothing. (laughs) Makes that face. (laughs) We have a clip of fat of you. All right. Here we go. My zippers bust. My buckles break. I'm too much man for you to take. The pavement cracks when I fall down. I've got more chips in Chinatown. So here you go. Marissa drummed up a quote from him here. It says, I don't know if that's going to be permanent or not, but we just felt that with what's happened recently with the HBO documentaries, uh, we didn't want anybody to feel uncomfortable. And I felt that I've had I have enough fan favorites in the show that I could get away with it. And I haven't gotten a lot of pushback. Uh, There have been some people who have expressed disappointment, but we decided to err on the side of not offending people, he says. So it's his decision. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I... I, uh He's at the Met next Friday. Yeah, he's uh, he's playing on July 12th. I did not know that. better play those songs. Well, he's not going to. Oh, damn it. I guess that's what this whole segment's about. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, you know, yeah. this is a decision that he's made. It's not from anybody telling him, but he decided that. So, there you go. I remember when those videos were coming out, and apparently Michael was not a big fan of the fat video. Oh, no kidding. No, uh, he, he was not a fan of it, especially because he had... He, it was that, that bizarre phase. Well, him um, saying this, a specific bizarre phase to Michael Jackson is kind of redundant, but that was where he was wearing the... 50 buckles, you know? Yeah. And just crazy amounts of uh, quasi-military stuff. Yeah, he was jingling a lot Yeah, uh, in that video, (laughs) if you remember. And he really had, and and at that point, his fingers, he had tape all over his fingers. Right. And that was covering the spots, I guess. The vitiligo. Later on, because he wasn't wearing the gloves then. Sure. And was Wesley Snipes the... Oh, was he the I uh, think Wesley the Snipes is the nemesis in that video. Really? I yeah. believe if you yeah. check, it's Wesley Snipes. You're right. No, yeah, and bad. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, it was one of his earliest roles. And, uh, yeah, oh, I mean, wow. like, those videos were impactful. And, oh. you know, we, we talked about oh, Thriller yeah. last week, but um, when that when Bad came out, it was the first record after 
thriller, and it was it was huge. It was just remember, unde- undeniably huge. Do you remember? I think it was. I think it was the video black and white, and it and it debuted uh, before. Might might have been like the Super Bowl or something. I think it was the Simpsons, some big sporting event, yeah. or some some big television event. And so that and Macaulay Hawkins in that video. Yes, yeah, yeah. And at the beginning of it was this non musical portion of it where he's just rubbing his crotch. And yeah. going, no, and I kid you balls. not, dude. And I mean, like his middle finger kind of extended yes. and rubbing his crotch. He would, that was his move. You don't remember that case? Mm, no. I mean, I just, you know, yeah. here's for our cameras in the studio. He's just doing this. Yeah. I know, that's disgusting. I'm sorry to our interns, but that's what he was middle, doing. And he, he does it on the top of the uh, the way you make me feel when he's on top of the car. Yeah. You remember that, that song where he's... Well, maybe it was that one at the beginning. Yeah. Of it. I can't remember. One I'm of just going to touch a... my testicles for about 10 minutes. One of them had a post-song uh, dance scene that was extended. And I think it was the way you make me feel. And they eventually edited it out. I think of, it's it. Was it black or white or, or the way you make me feel? But one of them had that extended video... And they eventually, like, when they started airing it over and over again on MTV, they took out the second portion of it because it was basically, basically him molesting himself. All right, then maybe we're looking at the uh, black and white video. This is not what I, the, the part I was talking about. But maybe it was the uh, the way you make me feel. You can look that it. up and see if the extended part. And now for 10 minutes, I'm going to give myself a digital rectal exam. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, I was... I only wish you could smell this. And yeah. I wasn't like, you know... Over, yeah, this is okay. Yeah. That's the outfit he was wearing. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like it goes on for like 15 minutes. <laughs> he, was, he was making all those weird noises. They would accuse him of witchcraft about 100 years ago. Yeah, years. because he was speaking yeah. in tongues. Uh, but he was just rubbing his, his crotch and and uh, and making the the weird noises and uh, yeah, was, I remember being slightly disturbed by that. <laughs> Michael, what are you doing? I'm feeling my balls. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. for about ten minutes, <laughs> I, I'm gonna move that to my my anus. Uh, oh, and then then we show the Simpsons. Right, right, exactly. Sunday night in America. Uh, yeah, he was a big fan of making weird sounds that made no sense. Like Shimon was obviously, but do you remember in um, uh, We Are the World? Uh, they made the, you know, it was obviously the whole making of it. Check and, your egos at the door. And they wanted to go, he wanted it to go, uh, Shala, Shalinge. Yeah. <laughs> we are the world, Shala. We are the children, Shalinge. Yeah. You don't remember it's that? Like, it's I uh, yeah. Quincy Jones is like, hey, we ain't not doing that. We're not uh, doing Shalinge. No, we're not. No. It's, it's akin to. Why don't you go play with your balls? It's <laughs> Okay. It's akin to scatting. I yeah. mean, you know, it's kind of uh, yeah, what it is. Yeah. I mean, if you take, you know, like, you know, the Beatles in, and, uh, you know, Cuckoo Cuckoo. Cuckoo 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 Shalinge. Citizens. You can't slow scat, though. That's That just sounds dumb. Okay. Fast scatting is totally fine by me. You're you're totally good with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'd like you to recreate that entire dance sequence from the way you made <laughs> it. Oh, my God. Uh, speaking of music, as we were, uh, Liberace is on track for Broadway. Uh, you know, we, you and I are both fans of Behind the Candelabra. I was watching it a couple of weeks ago because it just popped up on TV. It's it's really... Michael Douglas. Creepy and wild. Yeah. Liberace. Yeah. You have Matt Damon as his longtime uh, lover. lover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, Rob Lowe as his plastic surgeon. Yep. It's just unbelievable. Well, they are, it looks like they're going to uh, it looks like there's a green light uh for a stage version on Broadway for Who? Behind the Candelabra. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the name has come up 
Jason Statham as Liberace. <laughs> no, I haven't seen My anything about that. Liberace. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> no. Nope. to play the piano. Uh, no, you know whose name has Who? come up is Bradley Cooper. Oh, wow. Uh, do you think this, he would do that? This is just like somebody who wrote this article just reading out, thinking out loud about no, it, no, essentially. Yeah. They said that uh, Cooper can sing, we found out, and play instruments, and it's a potential Tony Award winner. And, you know, maybe he wants to head down that path because he's a very adventurous guy. I, I could see he, he did, he did uh, The Elephant Man. On stage, remember Cooper did that, and yeah. I might have been nominated for that. And the Elephant Man is basically the story of Liberace. So this, no, it's not. <laughs> I want to play piano the, in Las Vegas and have a residency. The prospective director would be Christopher Ashley, who won the Tony for uh, "Come From Away," mm. and is the director of the La Jolla Playhouse. Uh, so behind the candelabra. Uh, might start there with that guy. No word on uh, the writer or the score. So they're doing an actual full translation of Behind the Candelabra as... Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll I, be down with that. And then I had... I can't find the damn story. Maybe I put it with music. Where is it? Uh, it's a good question, Michael. I'm looking for it. But there's a... Uh, a you Neil- keep looking. I'll play with my boss. There's... It's what I do as we've learned in this segment. While you look for that uh, press, Steve, did you, you, you have mentioned Jason Statham. Did you see the video of him kicking the It's wine pretty impressive. Open? Have you guys seen this? The, it's the, not a, well, it's a, yeah, screw top. Screw, screw top. top. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a wine bottle. I saw the screw response top. that John Mayer did, and he did the same thing. And John Mayer, yeah. uh, believe it or not, has skills when it comes to that kind of thing. But I didn't know Statham did it first. Oddly enough, I think I could do that. Are you serious? Well, so it? so oh. it's a uh, it's you like a, a martial arts background. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a back kick and uh, and use the 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 toe of your foot to flick the cap off to unscrew it on yeah. the ball. Yeah, I think I could do it. Do you really? Yeah. Do you it think might, you could I, open I a milk carton that I, way? I can't do it in one shot, and I don't think these guys did either. I think I'd have to take a few stabs at it, and I also think the bottom of the bottle might be weighted a little bit because they're not showing the whole bottle; they're just showing the top of yeah, it. Yeah, somebody's holding it or something. Yeah, but uh, I think I could do it. Yeah. That well, the trick is the impressive part of it would be if it so it's if. You it appears to be a freestanding bottle, and then these people do a kind of a like a reverse roundhouse, I guess. Uh, and uh, they hit the cap and spin it, and the cap comes off. Yeah, John Mayer's is not as impressive because it looks like the cap's just on the bottle. So yeah. apparently, he's the one who challenged. Oh, somebody's Statham. holding it. Okay, all right, then that makes sense. Yeah, then as long as I thought they were doing it without knocking the bottle over, that to me would be the impressive part. And in Statham's case, I don't know. It appears less held. Uh, uh no, I had. I, how can you tell that? It doesn't seem to wobble as much as Mayer's. Right. Yeah, I know. It seems like somebody's holding it. It would wobble a lot if it wasn't being held. No, I, I, what I think is that he's hitting the cap more than he's hitting the bottle. Mm. Okay. Mayor! So John um, apparently challenged Statham. Oh, say about that. We just saw a picture of someone holding yeah, a metal holding. Yeah. Yeah, so you know what? I think I could do it. You want to do it? Really? Let's yeah. do it here. You, you, got, you, yeah. you got a screw top? Yeah. I got a couple screw tops, bro. Now, Casey, that's, it's got to be... Hold on a second here. All right. Yeah. Uh, you there you work? go. Okay. Yeah, that would work. Loosen it because yeah, he, loosen these are loosened it. in both these cases, Preston. All right, where are we going to do this, bro? I don't know. You guys are... Uh, do it on the roof. On the roof? At the edge of the roof, like uh, Statham did it. Hang on, I'd have to... You've got to hold it lower. I, I, I'm not as All flexible right. as I used to be. All right, Preston. Put it about six feet high. Hang on, i got to... I gotta... <laughs> All right, oh, boy. So, Preston, oh, my... are you going to do a full roundhouse? There's no way. No, no, a roundhouse is like this. 
Okay, oh. so, so this is this is coming around back. It's almost like a snap kick. Okay. So, all right, uh, you got to back up. Here we go, man, bro. His legs are long. Back up on me. Bro. Come on. Okay. All right, so Preston is getting set. He's getting in position. He's doing his kata, and he's doing his hala and his pierogies. Okay. All right, here he goes. He's gonna. We, there's a Coca-Cola bottle with the red cap loosened. Preston is doing his preparation. All right, ready? Yeah. All right. Wait, wait, wait. I think we have suitable music. Hey, Casey, don't we? You're the best. Oh, oh, yeah. That's well, only if I do it. All right. All right well, well, listen. Uh, you're you're the best in our hearts, anyway. All right. So oh, uh, somebody's uh, texting in and says it's called a wheel kick. A wheel kick. Yeah. All right. Okay. You little winded. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that. How real of a kick is it? It's a wheel <laughs> kick, not nervous. a real kick. That's legit. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, did, I did. Listen, I did Krav Maga, but but I also did a little Taekwondo, which is mainly uh, kicking. Oh, okay. Uh, so okay. I'll try. It. And Ready? you also did some jazz tap. Here we go. Ready? Right, yes. Oh, I went, right. over, oh, I went over it. Oh, it was close. I went over it. You went over it, man, bro. Okay. No, you just did it. No, I, yeah, I did oh. it. I just kicked the ball. All right, one more time. We're loosening it up hey, a little bit. Do it again. Hang on a second. What? I think you have to do it the other way around. Wait. It, no, yeah, it goes that way. Uh, yeah, you're tightening it. That's no, not, why. No, I'm not, Casey. My foot comes across like this. It unscrews it. All oh, right, so okay. here we go again. Right. And make sure we're recording this in slow motion to catch every second of that cap flying off. <laughs> President just said a, a, a Japanese curse. <laughs> or an Israeli curse, depending on which discipline you were using. I did it. Only took eight times. Did we get that on video? Man. Facebook. Oh. Nah, I went slow motion. I had it on slow motion, and you went too quick, I, and it didn't uh, focus all the way. So I have it, Let's but do it again. not focused. Okay, we'll fix it in post, Kathy. I want to do it again. All right. All right. Why right. are you out of breath, Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> Casey. Kathy? <laughs> You're out of breath, and he's listening. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to hold it. It's post the power of martial arts that you're out of breath, the person just holding the bottle, and, and Nick has lost the ability to say TH. Actually, I got the TH, no problem. Oh, that's right, yeah. 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 All right, ready? Let's wait, 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 wait. All right, all right. All right, I mean, now, no let's ready. get this I'm in right, an I'm optimal going. condition. Right, Woo! Wait, wait. Oh, man. Ah! Hang on, no. Ready? Yep. Here we go. Ah! Oh, Come on. Ah! Last time. You Last got time. this. Move your hand. Say, hey, Bubba. Yeah! All right, I did it. Casey, did you think you could do it? I got it, I got it. All right. Do you think you could do it, Casey? It actually no. unspun and shot straight up in the air. That was pretty cool. Thank you. Could you do it with your face, Casey? I could do it with your hand. <laughs> I do he it with my his hand. hand. It's impressive, Casey. Thanks, man. All right, anyhow, how did we get on this? Oh, Jason uh, Statham is going no, to be playing Liberace oh, yeah. and Behind the Candelabra, and he recently did this I want you folks to watch how I put the flames <laughs> out on the candelabra. Oh, yeah, he kicks them off. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see, what else do I have for you guys? This uh, is one of those dumb things, those uh, <laughs> things we can't stand, the meme. Uh Yes. The uh, well, not a meme, but a uh, a uh, a challenge, yeah. a social media challenge. I'm okay, not, not really into those, but that was kind of fun. I do have to. Right. Oh my gosh! Uh, you okay, <sighs> Casey? It's very <laughs> <laughs> wiped you out, huh? Casey. Holding that bottle. Woo. Woo. 
want you to hold the bottle <laughs> while I kick the rid off. <laughs> I did it. Mm. I want to see the slow motion yeah, uh, video. I'm, I'm prepping it. All right, edit yeah. it for me. Kathy's doing the editing right now. She's working with the folks at Skywalker. All right, one more one more thing I wanted <laughs> to mention. This was in uh, Forbes magazine. I want to get this before it becomes irrelevant. But for the fifth year running, Forbes uh, combed through fortunes across the country. Uh, to locate the wealthiest resident in every state. Oh, good. Who's the wealthiest here? While some states are home to multiple high-profile billionaires, the world's richest and second richest men, Jeff uh, Bezos and Bill Gates, both live in Washington state. Uh, but you only need a nine-figure net worth to take the top spot in Alabama, Alaska, Delaware, New Hampshire, New Mexico, and Vermont. So you don't have to be a billionaire if you're in Delaware. Oh, be the richest well, tax free in the state. In all, fifty-three billionaires and centimillionaires made the ranks. Uh, three states had ties. By the way, what's a centimillionaire? Uh, hundreds, multiple of legs? No, hundreds of oh. millions. <laughs> uh, their collective, by the way, is eight hundred and seventy-five billion dollars net worth. Bested last year's eight hundred and thirty-two billion and set a new record. The top industry to be in. What do you think would be for, for I, money? I have to imagine radio. Uh, right? Isn't that it? Yeah. No. The top industry to be in is finance and investments. There you go. Yeah, of, course. of course. Yeah. There are 10 less members there, followed by, now this I found surprising, fashion and retail. What about food trucks? Uh, at uh, eight members and food and beverage mm. uh, is after that. Okay. Uh, so five members there. Not tech. Uh, however, the, the big tech is the source of the most of the biggest oh. fortunes. Okay. But the most people that are, are in this club are in finance and retail. Understood. Or, I'm sorry, are in, in finance and investments. But the, the richest people uh, are all in tech. So four people. And that's uh, the the four billionaires in tech are worth $251 billion. It's crazy. What about Chick-fil-A um, franchise owners? We talked well, about no, this uh, Well, food and beverage. Okay. So I don't know about sp- just franchise owners. <laughs> I guess you know, that'd be... I, I the really odds would be stacked so against anyhow, you. So anyhow, I have the uh, I have our richest people in, in the three states that surround us here. Uh, I'm very right curious. Now. Yeah, please. Who, who do we have here? So let's start with... Uh, let's start with Delaware, okay? Uh, Robert Gore and Elizabeth Snyder are the richest residents in Delaware. They have uh, $885 million each. Are each? they both yeah. in investments and financing? Source oh. of wealth, what? Oh, they're not married. Are they married? Robert or? Gore and Elizabeth Snyder. No, they they tied for they this. They tied, okay. I thought they were like a, a couple or something like that. Okay. Uh, they, but they each have stakes in W.L. Gore and Associates, a materials firm founded by their parents. So they're brother and sister, yeah. Oh. In 1958, that makes everything from implants to the human uh, in the human body to clothing worn on Mount Everest expeditions. Wow! And it was Robert who invented Gore-Tex. Oh, Gore-Tex, a, a waterproof, yeah. lightweight fabric widely used in outdoor clothing and footwear. I use it all the time. Uh, well, all my hiking shoes are Gore-Tex, Preston. They are 82 and 70 years old, respectively. Robert is 82. Elizabeth is 72. I have to imagine they listen, right? And, and they're worth just under a, a billion dollars each. Eight hundred eighty-five million each. In New Jersey, uh, this guy lives in Milburn, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and his name is John Overdeck, and he is worth six point one billion dollars. All right, he's younger than me. He's forty-nine years old. And what is the money from? 
Uh, so Overdeck is the co-founder of Two Sigma Investments, a data-driven hedge fund that manages $57 billion in assets. He began his career at Quantitative Hedge Fund D.E. Shaw and then spent two years working for Amazon before starting his own firm with fellow billionaire David Siegel in 2001. Now, in Pennsylvania. Let's get a drum roll here, Case, All because right. we've just found our new best friend. I, To be honest, I want to, I want to get this person in our studio for an interview. Yes. And I think we could do it because this person lives in Philadelphia. Okay. okay. The richest person in Pennsylvania is Victoria Mars. Victoria Mars. And uh, Victoria, according to Forbes... Is worth $7 billion. $7 billion. And the source of her wealth is candy and pet food. I thought it was the Mars, Mars candy. Mars. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yep. She is the great-granddaughter of Frank Mars, who in 1911 founded the candy company known for M&M's and Milky Way bars. She inherited her estimate, estimated 8% stake in Mars Incorporated after her father, Forrest Mars Jr., Died uh, just a couple of years ago in two thousand. So I'm going to say right now, she is the coolest yeah. of the wealthy people, <laughs> having access and a hand in, or a, at least a family hand in the creation of M M&M. and M's. Mm-hmm. We know a few people that work for M M&M and M Mars, and and they probably don't know Victoria directly, but they probably know somebody who knows her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we could put in some requests. Yeah. Do you, uh, all right. So, quick question about the Mars Bar: Is that now the Snickers with almonds? Because Mars Bar doesn't exist anymore, but Snickers with almonds does. I think and- Mars Bar exists outside of the U.S. I think if you get a, a, a Mars Bar, uh, you can get it in, in Europe, for example. Right, but in America, did they just switch it? Because I think it's under the same company. I know a billionaire who could give us the well, answer. I was just going to say, she's a, so she's a billionaire, and what made her a billionaire doesn't exist in the United States anymore. Well, or the, the candy, the extensive candy line does. No, there was just a there was a product called a Mars bar. Yeah, and I don't think they started with that. Kathy. Okay, no, I, th- no. I think they started with other, but they they eventually created a bar called uh, a candy bar called Mars. Yeah, so I don't think they're the same thing. The American version was discontinued in two thousand two. I just looked this up, and uh, the Milky Way essentially has taken this over. So not uh, Snickers, including Victoria Mars. There's um, ten billionaires from uh, the Philadelphia area that made Forbes list this year. Is really, the, uh, is yeah. the Roberts family on there? Uh, yep, they are on there. Also, uh, Middleton. The uh, owner of the Phillies is on there. Uh, Aren't three of them in the belly flop challenge? Yeah, they might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Wow. That's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, the Campbell Soup family out in Coatesville is on here. Jeffrey Laurie is on here. Well, okay. Medical devices, David Paul from hmm. Audubon. Okay. David Paul. Well, you know what? I, I'm, I'm still liking the M&M connection. Richard, he could Richard, buy that house out there, Nick. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, two point seven. Honestly, we want a super wealthy friend. That's Pretty what much. we've been angling for for many years, and we just want to see your house, and we want to fly in your helicopter. Dick, that's Dick Yingling's on that list too, right? Yeah. yeah, he is on this list. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Dick Yingling is. Yeah, he's friends with Matt Cord, and dude, uh, I, he I was s- at the Phils game. I saw him at the Phils game in Florida, yeah. and I got a video of him saying hi to my buddy Steve, and he's a billionaire. Yeah. One point wow. two billion. He's kind of towards the bottom of the billionaire list, but he's on there. He doesn't act like a billionaire. He just acts like a dude. Yeah, I yeah like which that. is awesome. Yeah, wow. So I like my billionaires, friendly <laughs> and uh, friendly to us. Did Did I tell you guys about my experience with Yingling in uh, when I was in St. Louis? No, you did not. So I went there for the uh, for the Blues uh, parade uh, for the Stanley Cup championship. My best friend Steve had uh, earlier in the season. 
and I'm not sure where he was. He had gone somewhere because you can't get Yingling in St. Louis. You can't get it in that area. Well, Steve had bought a suitcase of cans, you know, like a big old yeah. pack of, of Yingling cans, and he set it aside, and if the Blues were going to win, he was going to open that up and drink it. So they won. He opened it up and drank it. When I got there, um, we we went. We got a hotel in the city, and, and he brought a bunch of Yingling with us in cans. And so I, I went out while we were waiting to get our hotel room because it was a two-hour wait just to get check-in. So I went to this uh, pizza joint, and I and I everybody's just walking around drinking because nobody cares. Of course. It's pretty much lawless at this point in the city. And I'm walking around with my, my Yingling, and I kid you not, at least three people go, where'd you get that? Yeah. <laughs> or, or they said, where are you from? Right. Because they saw me drinking this. and It's it w- such an immediate signal. And apparently it is much sought after yeah. there. People love it and can't get it. Really? And I was blown away. I was like, really? I'm like, we're kind of, to be honest, this has been around. Time. So this, this, is, <laughs> this was really big like a while back. I mean, it's still prevalent in, in our area, yeah. but we've been drinking this for ages. And I'll gladly say you something but for $100 was, a can. Listen, they were, they were, it was like, man, where did you get that? Where can I get those? And I'm huh. like, I need to get a hold of Dick Yingling and say, dude, you, you've got a starving market over here of people who want Yingling beer. But maybe that's part of the appeal is keep, yeah. keep part of the country starving. Do, do you remember um, when you couldn't get Coors Light uh, east of the Mississippi? No. For, when we were growing up, Case, no. getting Coors Light, um, was it was a sought-after thing. It was a Rockies beer. I mean, the Canadian, I mean, Canadian, Colorado Rockies. And it was just something that you couldn't get outside of Colorado. And once they started to expand now, of course, they're a multinational, huge corporation. But it was, um, I think part of the appeal in Coors Light getting to be as successful as it was, yeah. was the fact that it was exclusive. You couldn't get it everywhere. Huh. So, you wow. know, like Dogfish had just sold for hundreds of millions of dollars or whatever to the Sam Adams Boston Brewing Company. But yeah. when I was out in California years ago, I was drinking like a 90 minute IPA and and they like make it, oh man wow you made a like a really good choice here as and but like that's in California and California had a ton of beers that you can't get out here right uh, th- I think that yeah. is purposely orchestrated mm-hmm. that way we used to get somebody that, that would bring us lining kugels from Minneapolis Hell yeah, yeah. St Louis because we couldn't get it yeah. yeah by the way so Victoria Mars worth six billion dollars uh, the person that's second under her is half of what she owns so uh, wow. John Middleton is at uh, 3.1 billion so she's way she's out way front. ahead yeah. if you know her please give her our uh, information and we we need to have her. Wouldn't it be cool I to have her cool. in here? I just love to hear. I we'll mean, get listen. breakfast pizza. I, <laughs> I just lo- I'd love to hear the story about the you know the yeah. family and the, and the candy empire and all that stuff. I think it's really cool. You know, we can roll. We we've had very wealthy people in here. Yeah, we've had. Uh, I guess we've had heads of state, right? Uh, I Maybe. don't know. Maybe and some of them cast members of Entourage. Here, hang on a second. We know somebody who might live next to her. Oh, uh, all right. I'm going to go to Sean. Hey, Sean, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, yeah, just a quick note. Uh, you guys are buddies with M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Well, well, Victoria is his next-door neighbor. So maybe M. Night might be able to hook you guys up with a meet. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Very good. Maybe at the next. Uh, just, let's just go over. Swaps. Yeah. <laughs> well, not yard sale. Yeah, they'll have a potluck one day. Yeah. And maybe we'll meet them there. <laughs> I'm sure. Yard sale. Yeah. I have friends who go to N. Night Shyamalan's <laughs> house like at least once a month to go play basketball. Yeah, and how many times are they arrested when they do this? So maybe I'll ask one of those guys. He teaches at Edgewood, Edgewood uh, he, Elementary. He goes over and yeah. plays basketball. Yes. And we haven't had a Knight. lot of communication with M. Night recently. Knight's a very competitive basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. He loves it. 
loves you it. joke about going and knocking on the door. Uh, one of Knight's neighbors uh, I met at uh, one of his parties, and she told me the story about how she met, and she said she heard a lot of music and commotion at his house, and she literally walked over and knocked on the door, and they were like, "No, this is like a sweet sixteen for our daughter. Oh. We'll invite you to one of the other <laughs> one of the other parties." But oh, that's wow. how they met. She literally walked over and knocked on his door. No kid. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like you're walking, you know, like you to walk thirty like three yards, miles. three miles. <laughs> True. Yeah. I'm just going to go next door and borrow a cup of sugar. I'll be back tomorrow. Let me correct Mm -hmm. that. I don't think she knocked on the door because he has gates. I think she rang the intercom to his gate. All right. That makes sense. So is this true that getting cores from Texas to Georgia was the plot for Smokey and the Bandit? Yes. It was. Yeah. Yeah. They had to get to Texarkana. Okay. uh, And cross the state line. (laughs) And they had to uh, to get the beer and bring it back. Wow. That's how it became a movie. Oh, you know what? Somebody, uh, uh, Chuck... Actually texted me this. He says, you guys had a billionaire. Yeah, I was uh, thinking that. We did, from, yes. From Ocean Resort. And yeah, he's late. He, died in a, uh, yeah, he died in a car accident yeah. in Colorado. It was so hard. sad. Terrible, yeah. Um, okay, uh, but interesting. Uh, I would love to... Uh, All right, we'll get on it. Uh, to see if we can get Victoria yeah. Morris on. That'd okay. be really cool. Get, get her on. Become besties. Yep. I'll, I'll call information and see if I can get her number. <laughs> uh, by the way... Uh, what slow- if she just picks right up? What, what do this just says? Slow motion video from Intern Gabby. I don't it's know ready. Why. Your 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 kick is oh, ready. Oh, okay. Well, you can watch it now. Yes. Okay. On uh, you want to watch it, Preston? On Twitter. Yeah, I do want to see the, the <laughs> slow motion go. video. We're watching it right now of me doing the. How many times did I have to do it? Twi- one time. Like, no, first time. Yeah, it's a bad kick. It's not very good. Wait well, you're you're defending against a bottle. Hang on, I want to see it. Right. Play it. I, uh, we're not we're not taking a break here. You go. I actually see it. <laughs> we're not taking and then, a break. And there it is. Wow. Yeah, okay. Very well done. Wow. I'm really impressed with me. <laughs> um, I'm impressed with me. <laughs> we're really we're, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in uh, just a moment or two. Uh, don't forget that our belly flop. Steve had mentioned that we have three billionaires in our belly chop uh, belly flop championship. It's up to you to figure out who they are. Yeah, we're not going to tell yeah, no, you. They ask specifically for anonymity. <laughs> it's free of charge, and it's Thursday, July eleventh, six to eight p.m. Valley Beach Poolside Club at Valley Forge Casino Resort, and it's going to be great because for the first time we have loads of ladies on board for this one. We will be back in just a moment. Stay with us. All right, thank you very uh, much, Kathy. You know what? I I noticed a couple of things this morning Ooh, that uh, I thought really? were worth uh, bringing up. Yeah, so I figured I'd do that very thing. Did you notice any billionaires calling in? I didn't notice any calling in yet. Son but, of a um, bitch. Well, we tried. Well, I ex- her, her name Don't is... Uh, I, I accidentally called her... Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars. Her name is Victoria Mars. Victoria Mars. Mars. Uh, but, uh, but that doesn't matter because right now the noticeers here. Yeah, that's right. Noticing things so you don't have to. Oh, I just noticed that story that I meant to mention earlier. Mention earlier, and I didn't. The noticer noticed something he didn't mention earlier. Uh, a, is the noticer going to mention it now? Yeah, why not? He is. He says yes, he is. A musical about the life and career of Neil Diamond is headed to Broadway. Liberace and Neil Diamond. Yeah, yeah. The, Great days on Broadway. Well, this is definitely going out there. The the one from Liberace is kind of uh, still up in the air, but the as of yet, untitled show will center around the a score com- comprising of some of Diamond's biggest hits. Uh, the show will be written by Bohemian Rhapsody writer Anthony McCartan and will be directed by Tony winner Michael Mayer. 
Uh, Diamond said in a statement, I've always loved Broadway. The inspiration for many of my early songs came from uh, shows like West Side Story, My Fair Lady, and Fiddler on the Roof. So it seems only fitting to bring my songs to the great white way. I'm honored and excited to be working with this great team. Well, you have Cher, um, the Cher musical. You have the Carol King musical. Correct. Uh, Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys. Yeah. You know who they're talking about to play Neil Diamond. Jason Statham. No, no way. way. Yeah. Wow, that guy. Oh, no. Jason Statham. Yeah. I mean, Neil Diamond. Um, <laughs> what a catalog. You need, you need somebody who's, you know, got the versatility because he's got so many songs, so yep. many great hits. Yep, a huge catalog. And, and different sounds over the years. Yep, true. I wonder if, um, are they going to, they're, they're going to start in his younger years, right? So no, like, it's, it's going to be like uh, Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button. He's going to age backwards. <laughs> And it'll fit with a baby on stage. No, because right. I think um, Ben Platt might be able to. I'm only six months old. <laughs> I think Ben Platt might be able to do it. Who's Ben yes. Platt? Ben Platt was uh, in Pitch Perfect, if you remember that first movie. He was the nerdy roommate who ended up singing magic at the end of the uh, He's good. thing. Yeah, he yeah. was also in uh, Dear Evan Hansen. He was like a. He burst onto that Broadway scene. Uh, well, I saw him on Broadway. He was in, uh, he was in Book of Mormon. When, was he? Uh, yeah, when I went to go see, he was the guy who played the... Elder Cunningham or whatever? Well, I don't remember the names. He's the, the trouble one, the one who... Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Was yeah. he well, really? Yes, he was really. <laughs> Do you know what name gets thrown around a lot for different roles? And then this might be his entree onto Broadway, Idris Alba. Oh, as Neil Diamond. As Neil Diamond? Yeah. Hey, go for it. Sweet Caroline. The sweetest of Caroline. <laughs> he is such an intimidating guy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, all right, so that's one thing I know. Sorry, that was me noticing the something I forgot to notice earlier. He forgot to notice earlier, but he noticed it now. And all is good. I'm the now noticer. What's more? Uh, how? I, well, I noticed that there was, oddly enough, Kathy has been reporting a lot of traffic problems today, which I thought it would be lightening up because of uh, the holiday, the impending holiday, but it seems like it's been kind of heavy today. Could it be people getting out on the road? Well, I don't know, because uh, AAA expects an additional 1.9 million Americans to travel, and, and they have the basically the worst time that you can travel for Please. the holiday weekend. So, so help us to it. Uh, they expect 1.9 million Americans to travel between uh, tomorrow and Sunday compared to last year. Uh, and Or I'm sorry, is that more? Uh, yeah, an additional 1.9 million. Thanks to commuters hitting the road, the worst time to travel oh, please, please, please. is tomorrow between 4.30 and 6.30 p.m. <laughs> Thank you. I Good. So. I'm traveling on Friday. I'm traveling tomorrow. No. Uh, but, I'm, but I'm traveling around noon. All right. But that still means that the airport's going to be a nightmare. But they're real. are they saying, like... All travel, or because I was, I was. Are you talking about the highways? I was highway, highway travel. travel yeah. It may not be airplane travel. I think I think it's a little bit of everything. So, forty million Americans will travel by car, and uh, it will be the most popular form of transportation. Well, AAA is for car drivers. Well, so yes, I, it is, yeah. and, a, and a record high since two thousand when the group began tracking holiday travel. So, but I mean, a lot travel can also mean just you know going across town to somebody's it, a neighbor's house is going to have a barbecue does. or something yep, like that. Yep. So. I don't know about how far uh, people are driving for Fourth of July, uh, and where they may be headed to. Fourth of July always impresses me as more of a staying local sort of day. I, I never really considered it as a I'm going to yeah. go on a trip. Yeah, I uh, I'm I'm going because my uh, my son and I are going to go visit my mom and sister down in Florida. So th- yeah, usually I don't travel. 
over Fourth of July weekend. I like just hanging local, but we're, we're going to do it. But even time. though you'll be out of town, your wife will be home with her immense gun collection. Uh, she'll be good to go. We have a tap dog. <laughs> I just found out uh, last night that the local fireworks that uh, I've been so looking forward to were canceled this year. Oh, Radnor? No. Radnor High School's can- yeah. And why they cancel? I don't know. I, I follow the Radnor police on uh, Twitter, and they they posted they didn't give an explanation, but there are quote-unquote, other 4th of July holiday celebrations in the area, but did not include another fireworks display. So I'm out a fireworks display. I, it was basically in my backyard, and now I'm gonna, not going to be able to watch it. You know it's an excellent one? Uh, I don't know if they have it this year, Nick, but it, uh, it might be um, in your realm. Norbert has a good uh, could, fireworks yeah. display. Yeah. I sh- I, maybe I'll go into the city or something, too. I don't know. You go hang at Bill's house. You guys are watching on his front. Yeah, uh, make Mark sure, Warren. everyone, break yeah. out the guacamole. <laughs> I do like guacamole. But that would mean having to hang out with Bill. I met a guy. Bill parties hard. I met a guy. Let's do some heroin. At our gig the other night, who is Bill's neighbor. And he told me you should should hear Bill at church. Because Bill is a elector. He's an elector, yes. And so he speaks at church. Could you imagine being at church? And and you hear the other people that are kind of speaking like this. And Bill steps up to the microphone. (laughs) And then Jesus. I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. Said, Peter, you'll be the third leg of the stool. (laughs) Yes. The word of the Lord. The Romans are the low-hanging fruit in this scenario. <laughs> Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. <laughs> David actually slung some fruit <laughs> instead of a rock. Who had the roast beef? Think he the had last lips? supper. He does, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so- I give this resurrection an A plus. <laughs> <laughs> He takes it very serious, and, and I've had conversations with him about this. <laughs> he is a man of God. Uh, he says, as a parishioner, like as a... As a, uh, uh, a pierogi. No, I was going to say parishioner, but oh. um, as a um, you know, person in the audience. <laughs> no, um, as a churchgoer, you're not actually supposed to read along. Because they, they give you a little missalettes there yes. to, to read along with the readings and everything that you're not supposed to read along. You're supposed to listen to you're supposed the... supposed to listen. Uh, yes. Then why do they provide them? Exactly, Kathy. <laughs> yeah. For the uh, hearing impaired. Which is what, listen, when in my short amount of time that I was going to a Catholic church, my wife is Catholic, and uh, the, the, the priest initially spoke at such a level, and you guys know my hearing. Oh, yeah. I sat what? there. I'm like, what am I even doing here? What is he saying? What is the point of me being Honestly? here? I don't hear anything. You would want a Bill Weston. You'd want someone sure. who projects. Yeah. 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 It was just a, I'm like, think the whole time I think this is a waste of yeah. time. Listen to me, Preston. We need a, we need a thunderbolt. Uh, oh, yeah. does that, I got too, you. If you would, please. Listen, Preston, to the word of the Lord God, Jesus Christ. Uh, down the shore, the the priests at the at church in Wildwood Crest are not from this country. And one priest's accent is like, Super duper thick, and I'm, I'm like, I can't, I can't understand yeah, what you're saying anyway. Like, follow. I have to follow along with the misled. But when it gets, when it got to the gospel, I'm like, mm, I'm gone. Mm, I'm gone. Yeah. We've got a priest at our parish that performs each Sunday. Oh, it's about him then, huh? <laughs> he's, listen, he's very nice. He shakes everybody's hand afterwards, and he's a nice. But it is, it's. I'm going to improve you on the show, word of God, and you want to, you want to be able to hear. You can come to my church for us. Right. Okay. Oh uh, right. man, I forget. I'd it appreciate might, it. I might have been a confirmation. Where the priest started singing, it's like, dude, this is not about you. And <laughs> We've got tonight. <laughs> Who needs tomorrow? <laughs> Let's take a chance. Steve, you might. There's a re- message there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. God. 
There's a priest on Long Island who has his own show. And he was actually the priest that married my cousin, and he had, like, hair and makeup done before her wedding. <laughs> and, like, he, he gets, yeah, like, he'll be completely done up for uh, whenever, whenever he's at church. Just like the old-style Irish priest, you know, I, you know. The- just regular guys who, you know, both my my uh, wife's uncles were priests forever, and uh, it was just a different way about them. I, I couldn't sure. see them doing hair and makeup. Right, right, right. I, you know, I, we uh, to- make sure she says, my bangs, I, I want my bangs just so. <laughs> a little bit of bronzer, please. Oh. A, little, a little too heavy on the bruise today. I couldn't see that happening. I We used to have a priest in my church that I loved. He was so great. His name was Father Al. I think he's in, like, South Philly or Southwest Philly now. But, dude, he was, like, it was never about him. It no. It was never about him. It was always about the, the, the people of the parish and the people in the church. And he knew about the and people he, in the parish, right? Yes, Yeah, absolutely. that was connected. It's what you, it, it was a cool thing. I mean, yeah. It's a cool thing. Yeah. I mean, there, there are a lot of priests who are still active that way. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. some of them get maybe get swept up. Maybe this performing priest that Kathy goes to. <laughs> But Does Bill? he do close-up magic as well? Uh, no, but he, he it's, he's interactive. Yeah, the yeah. kids get to come up on. <laughs> Watch <laughs> me kick the cap off this bum. <laughs> now, as Jesus yes. kicked the Canaanites. Steve, he, he kicks the, bottle, he yeah, yeah. the cap off of the wine. <laughs> Snuffs out the candles. Uh, that could work, too. Yes. That could work, too. I mean, who wouldn't find that entertaining? Kicking a few Eucharists <laughs> into the mouth. Watch this. <laughs> when I was on... An Hold that Eucharist up about just so... <laughs> <laughs> When I was an altar boy, when mass was over, you had to, you know, blow out the candles, but you never, you had to snuff them out. You weren't allowed to blow them out. Yeah. Right. You had a little, little candle. Was, yeah. Snuff that out. Was, it was so much more fun than blowing out a candle. I don't know why. I well, because no... you were extinguishing it. Mm-hmm. And you were, you were a little less, you had that big piece of apparatus instead of going. <laughs> mm. I don't know. As a kid, blowing out candles is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Have you ever snuffed one? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. I like, hey, listen, Casey. man. Uh, yo, yeah, I guess one so. nothing case. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bill apparently yeah. is a good speaker at uh, at church, and they have fireworks in Narberth. Did we all get something out of that? Yeah, I think all we right. all got and something. And I'm moving on because I noticed something else. We get off. God, God. I noticed something else. More from the noticer. I've noticed that uh, Kathy has a pear shape to her. No. Stop it. That's terrible. You're more so than an apple shape. I wouldn't be Are apple. You, you're talking about the buttocks? Well, here's and the reason I bring that up is it's good, Kathy. It's a good thing, okay? So it turns out uh, the shape of your body might say something about your risk of heart disease, okay? Researchers from the Albert Einstein College of Medicine in New York City found oh, he was smart. that if a woman is more apple-shaped, where is fat, where fat is stored mostly around the middle, than pear-shaped. Now, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, okay? Okay, because I'm thinking, because whenever you see diagrams, you see, like, the apple, the pear, and then the hourglass. The hourglass is obviously what any woman would want to be. You wouldn't want to be the pear or the apple. I think then you're probably more, you're probably more hourglass. I didn't know uh, that. Right? I'm just so when you said pear, I was like, oh god. I, you look like asparagus. Uh so no, if you are if if you are apple you're shaped, a mess. You your chances of heart <laughs> trouble are heightened. 
Okay, and why is that? Even if you're a normal weight, they found that women who carried their weight in their legs had a significantly lower risk of cardiovascular disease. So, although the study could not prove a cause and effect relationship. So, ass heard, is healthy. When I've heard apple, and I've heard apple applied to the shape of a of a NAS, right? That that's usually the case. So, but you're saying just in the, the actual the configuration overall, the body. Of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Kathy, we've covered your ass and your nipples. <laughs> oh my god. I would describe you more as as curvier, right? Like uh, she's a curvy guy, right? But in 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 the buttocks area, not uh, not. You are on thin ice. No, I mean, and, and, and oh, okay, she's got big boobs too. Okay, okay I mean, yeah. so it, you're you're curving in all the right places, Kathy. Yeah. Sarah's Parker is texting me. She What's said, she "I'm okay with being pear, longer lifespan." She said, "There, there you go." go. Right. Yeah, Sarah. Thanks, I guess Sarah. Sarah's Sarah's curvy. She's yeah, uh, yeah. But she's not pear shaped either. I don't know. Okay, Wait. I think that I'm a little pear shaped. <laughs> I carry it in my haunches. <laughs> It's not a word. Oh, God, I love that word. Haunches. In my haunches. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Well, anyhow, it's a good thing, and apparently. Okay, thanks. You're yes, gonna you're, not, you're gonna live forever, you're, you're and you're going to have super huge wall-kicking-down legs. You have a, you have a great uh, heart. Okay. Yeah. Your cardio issues are good. What? I got time for one more. One more. Oh, one more man. Thing. The notice is constrained by time. What story will he select? I noticed. Will it be worthy of the constrained time? Well, I noticed the other day in my house, we had a, a wasp that got into the house, which is always a bit freaky. <sighs> Do you have anybody with bee uh, issues? or uh, No, okay. no. But but Carter, my son, I, I, I'm like, where's the, the swatter? I want to kill this thing. Yeah. He's like, no, you can't kill it. They leave their, their, their pheromones in here and other wasps will get in. And so he went and got a cup and he captured it and let it outside. A cup? A cup? Yeah, yeah, a cup. Believe it or not, yeah, a cup. Thank you. Uh, and uh, but I, but I, I, we need to be aware of this because apparently, is that true? The the pheromone releasing thing. I've heard that. I have no idea. I've heard that works. For example, with the stink bugs, that the pheromones uh, oh. attracted <laughs> when you crush them will attract other stink bugs. Carter's in the other room. Right I know. Now. I can. I can. He's see like, him. it's true. Yeah. I can see him through the glass. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but now wasps are forming massive super nests. Did you see these what? things? Well, yeah. So in Alabama, they are warning of nests the size of Volkswagen beetles, uh, and as many as fifteen thousand wasps are inside one that they found, uh, which is up to four times the size of a normal nest. Do wasps like do anything like uh, like bees do? Do they pollinate and stuff like that, or are they important? So. Are they important to the ecosystem? I assume they serve some purpose, right? Okay, even if it's just accounting. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure. Uh, the huge nests can be found attached to cars, inside garages and sheds, in the ground or on homes. And the issue is that most years, uh, the winter freeze kills off many colonies, but it doesn't always happen. And when a colony survives winter, a super nest can form. So we're looking at a picture of a super nest, and this thing is just ridiculous. Yeah. An entomologist with the Alabama Cooperative Extension System says that normally the queen is the only one with the ability to survive winter, and then she has to rebuild her colony from scratch come spring. Really? I didn't know that. I saw a video of uh, a woman um, who was a beekeeper who was trying to move... Uh, a massive nest that had been uh, formed inside of a barn. This was bees, not wasps. But sh- they, they, la la la, la. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Oh man, la di da di da. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> they had, uh, they had to basically get all the bees that they could find and put them in separate hives. And they were hoping that they would get the queen because once they got the queen, the hives would then combine themselves and they. So it was the pheromones that we were talking about was just like all they had to do was find the one bee and get that bee in the particular spot. But it's. 
a How bee's do you find that bee? Exactly. It's, it's like da 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 it's a, it's a crapshoot. It is a fascinating thing yeah. that the way that their society works. My next door neighbor wants to start a bee colony. Really? Yes. And my son, and Carter, is really into it. He wants to help out. Can you just um, start it, like, down the block, though? Well, I know, I, and that's the concern, but, yeah. I, I, you know... They're great. Honeybees, you don't have to... No. They're, they're not a nuisance. My There's, neighbor, um, I don't know if they got rid of it, but had had a... Uh, was keeping bees. You, you don't notice any difference in, okay. the, in the bee um, level. They just simply go and hang out there in their little bee house, and they sing bee songs all night long. Don't go out and punch the hive, and you'll yeah. be just fine. Yeah, yeah, you know? I mean, right. they'll make honey. They'll pollinate. They'll do what bees are supposed to do. Man, I had a close call one time. I was playing golf. It was a couple of years ago, and it hit a ball underneath a tree. It was like a pine tree, but it had kind of uh, high. It started not really super low to the ground, and so I went under the tree to go retrieve the ball, and I stand up, and I look <laughs> and maybe a foot above my head was a basketball-sized hive. Wow. And I could have, like, raised my arm or whatever and accidentally knocked into it. And, dear God, could you imagine if you stirred up a hive well, what that would be like? So I've I've had a situation, I told you about it, where I used to work at Dunkin' Donuts and close my hand on, like, seven or eight bees and got stung by all of them. It's, you know, so well, that's a very unpleasant. I got... I got hit by a wasp last year. Uh, was going into our shed, and when you you know when the when the season starts up, and you start going to get your your lawn stuff out of there, you haven't been in there for a while. Sometimes they can they can roost, and you don't know it. And all of a sudden, like eight or nine of them are flying around. One of those sons of bitches landing on my back, stung me. Dear God, that hurt. It does yeah. hurt. I forgot how much that actually hurts. I will tell you what. I think people who have been stung by bees that come out of the subterranean. Yeah, like yellow jackets yes, and stuff. Yes, those yeah. kind of bees tend to be far more aggressive than bees that come out of the nest you'll see on the side of a house right. or up higher in a tree. Yeah. For some reason, those those subterranean bees yeah. are more aggressive. But how long is it taking for these super wasp nests to form? I, that's a good question. Depends on what kind of contractors they use. Right. Yeah. I mean, honestly. If it's union, they'll they get gotta them They've got to build done. it, but, but sometimes it might be in an area where people aren't walking around regularly, and, and it can happen without you noticing. What you're so. saying is many of the cars you see in the parking lot might actually just be bees. They might be because they look the, like Volkswagens. Apparently, they're yeah. the size of a Volkswagen Beetle, so you got to watch out for the super nests. And apparently, uh, it says that um, with the climate becoming warmer, there might be multiple surviving queens producing more than 20,000 eggs each. And wow. If you spot one of these nests, do not mess with it. You need to call an expert because they're going to take care of it. All right, that's all that I noticed. That's all I have time to that's notice. All, all right. Usually I need my notice or music on the way you, out. I got freaking music. All right, thank you. We'll do it again another time. All right, we are going to take ourselves a break. We will return in just a moment or two. I've got some B-File stories that I'm dying to get to you. Don't forget Tattoosday. We have a chance for you to win a Preston Steve tattoo. Text the word tattoo to 39333, and we'll see if we can get you to be a winner before the end of the program. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. WMMR. All right, got some more stories left for you. Let's get into the bizarre file right now. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, we'll dive right into it. I'll begin with this. A woman's video of a man in front of her on a train in France 
has gone viral because he was sitting there uh, playing with himself the entire time. Spanking away? He was spanking it, yes. And yet another example of the rampant sexual harassment that many women face on public transportation. So he was spanking it specifically as a presentation for her. I believe a so. A little gift. Uh, Natasha Braz, vice president. Are pre- you enjoying this? Vice president, by the way, of a group that provides support to sexual assault victims who suffer amnesia. Filmed the incident on the train, uh, and the video which Braz posted on Twitter without blurring the harasser's face has since been viewed more than 110,000 times. Wow. Braz said on Twitter that the man had changed seats to be closer to her and began pleasuring himself while looking at her. Hmm. And she said he did it for an hour and 15 minutes. Without chafing? I, you know, oh, that's got to, at some point... I'm sorry, I'm going to need to lotion up a little bit. And then she said uh, he followed her to the bathroom, and she said, I'm going to file a complaint because the man will do it again for sure. There was no engineer on the... Uh, nobody who could have interceded and stopped him? In that car, no. She little, le- later told a local radio station the train was almost empty. She said, I didn't see any staff on board. Well, except for yeah, one. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she said, I started filming because I thought that it might uh, be my only way to defend myself. Uh, but because of French privacy laws, by the way, uh, they often protect individuals from having their image taken without their consent. She could actually risk a year in prison and a fine of, a fine of 45,000 euros. So she's the one looking at the... Uh... Maybe. That's... That's wrong. Yeah, So, but they're trying to track this guy down. But for an hour and 15 minutes, he was sitting there just uh, pounding away. Pounding away. Mm-hmm. Well, this is my stop. It's been a joy. <laughs> Let's keep in touch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a woman is devastated after a pest control company mistakenly spl- sprayed her yard instead of a neighbor's, essentially erasing years of her hard work. And I'll explain. Oh, For the geez. past three years... Bonnie Martin has worked diligently on her yard, hoping to attract pollinators, in particular butterflies. She said, I was wanting as little grass as possible and plants to attract pollinators and butterflies. But looking around her yard on Friday, insects, especially butterflies, were nowhere to be found. Martin said the company, ProPest LLC, had mistakenly sprayed her lawn while she was out running errands on Thursday. The company meant to spray her neighbor's yard and left the invoice on her front door. Yeah, I killed your butterflies. Killed that'll, be, that'll be 500 bucks. Uh, she said it's a very serious mistake. After speaking with the company over the phone, Martin said that she was told to overwater her lawn to try and dilute the chemicals. <laughs> the owner admitted that the uh, company's mistake uh, had made a mistake and that uh, she plans to meet with Martin. I mean, how do you... There's no way to get back the lost time. Uh, to try and fix the problem. I know, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know I don't know exactly what they're going to do. Uh, a woman who was fired from her job at Taco Bell allegedly set off pepper spray in the restaurant, sickening customers and her former co-workers. Uh, the eight employees and two customers were inside the Taco Bell on Saturday afternoon when the woman allegedly dispersed the chemical into a back storage room while she was waiting for someone to come pick her up. Uh, she had just been terminated for being late and calling out too many times after work, and uh, there were she was only there for a few months working. Uh, the woman tore up her termination papers, ignored a manager's request for her to wait in the lobby, and then sprayed uh, pepper spray inside of the restaurant. Oh, she was just trying to get her job back. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the manager said we were all coughing because of it. The fire department. Maybe if I burn the place down, they'll rehire me. The fire department was called to the restaurant as well, and uh, she said uh, the, the or the manager said the smell went away after a while, and then everybody was okay. 
Uh, the fired employee. <laughs> okay, now the fired employee told her colleagues that she would be back later on tonight to quote trash their dining area, <laughs> but she never did come around. She's a real go getter. Mm-hmm. Dustin Marshall had a pretty unique idea when he came to asking his girlfriend Lindsay Norman to marry him. Instead of the traditional flowers, candles, and getting down on one knee, the 32-year-old went for a tattoo on his butt and flashing it at her after a game of pool. That's his proposal. That's his proposal. Lindsay explained he orchestrated it so that he would uh, he would get seven balled where the black is sunk when one player still has all seven of their balls on the table. One, our rule is you have to pull your pants down if that happens. So he just pulled down his pants, and I looked over and said, what is that on your bum? And he walked over to me, and I could see that it said, will you marry meow with a picture of their cat? She said I was completely shocked. Before the proposal, Lindsay and Dustin had talked about getting engaged, but she and had no idea that he was actually planning something. Look, there's a little heart on my nutsack. Uh, she, she, she says, I'd been dropping subtle hints for a while, but I thought that he wasn't really picking up on them. She was suspicious that something was going on with him because he had insisted on sleeping in the spare room for a few nights before. Ah, because he had the uh, tattoo. Yep, he told her that his back was sore, but she had no idea that he was trying to hide the tattoo until the redness went down. My bum is sore. Mm-hmm. Well, a substitute teacher was fired from her job at a Texas high school because she was filming porn in her classroom. (laughs) I'm going to be using the class today. Yeah, the teacher was let go in connection with a, quote, improper criminal incident that happened at El Campo High School. Uh, School officials confirmed that the teacher produced porn in a classroom and a workroom last month. Was it ever specifically spelled out that teachers were not allowed to produce porn movies in their classrooms? There might be a gray area. Because there might be something she could bring to court. Uh, The school says no students were involved. The school district received a tip involving the substitute and informed police and the Texas Education Agency. The police department said that an officer was sent to the school last week in connection with the tip. As of Tuesday, the female employee's name was not being released and charges have not been filed. However, police stated the woman could face trespassing or public lewdness counts. Uh, The substitute was employed for three months there. And uh, there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Yes, Casey. I meant to mention this earlier, Preston. Uh, Thank you for giving me a couple of seconds here. Uh, For the Team WMMR Rock and Rollers, I'm doing that uh, that bike raffle. I'm raffling off that uh, SoCal Flyer from SE Bikes. Yes. The drawing is tomorrow, so today is your last day to buy raffle tickets, and I personally only have 30 raffle tickets left in my possession, and that's all I'm selling. It's $10 for one ticket, $20 for three tickets. Or if you go to Cycle Fit in Wallingford, you can get tickets for $5. And what's this bike worth? It's worth a lot, right? Yeah, well, it's like a $600 BMX bike. It's, yeah. it's a nice bike. It's, you know, like. For an know. investment like that, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and then, but you're also, you're helping out a good cause. Yes. It's all four families behind the badge, Children Foundation. So I uh, just wanted to mention that today is the last day. If you want to buy a ticket, email me and I can send you my Venmo information. Okay. And then, um, and then we'll just go from there. Cool. Thank you, Preston. Very good. Excellent. No problem. Do you want to say hi to a couple of these guys? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know they're not expecting to go on the mic right now, but we've had uh, visitors in at my house from Sweden. They were doing a conga line over the microphone. I know. Rochelle was moving them in and out of the the seat so they could wear the headphones, and they're sitting right by the microphone. So I want you to get nice and close. Uh, So I got two of them here. This is Gustav. Hey, Gustav. Hello, guys. How you doing, Gustav? I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? Good. And this is August over here. Good morning, August. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Uh, So these guys are in my... 
wife's nephew, which is also, as you said before, Steve, my nephew-in-law. I nephew-in-law, guess. right? But uh, you call him your nephew. I, is right? he, What's that? First cousin. Was oh, your cousin? Well, you're, com- you're, you're, you're completely wrong. I'm not any good at math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. Cousin. I'm yeah. not a geographer. Come on. <laughs> yeah, please. Come on. What do you What, what do you want from me? <laughs> All right. I make fart jokes. Santa's yeah. got to go. All right. So, but anyhow, uh, he brought his uh, his five buddies in from Sweden. They're in to, to tour the states. Touring the states. Very cool. And so they flew to New York. Uh, they took mm. the train down to Trenton, which I'm sure was a blast. Oh, did you love it there? Uh, Trenton, yeah, New perfect. Jersey. What a place. And so we picked them up, and they've been staying with us for the past few days. And they're leaving tomorrow. They headed up to New York. Uh, they're going to go to, are you going to D.C. as well, Washington, yeah, D.C.? Washington, D.C. as well. Yeah. Okay. And you've, you've been in the United States before, yeah. right, Gustav? Yeah. Where did you travel to? I traveled to Los Angeles and Florida and also been to Colorado twice. Okay. Okay, so you know your way around here. Yeah, but not in Pennsylvania. Okay, all right. And you guys were out to uh, to uh, Lancaster yesterday. Yeah, you went out yeah. to the Amish, Amish country. Amish paradise. Amish paradise. <laughs> what did, what did you think of that, Gustav? Because you were telling me it was the best day yet, right? Extremely cool. We also went to the brewery. Yep, and also they went to the Victory Brewery. Ah, yeah. oh. Strasburg uh, Railroad as well. Yeah, the Strasburg Railroad. I've uh, never museum. even been to that. Yeah. And uh, what, what town did you like the most in in all of Lancaster County? What town? Amish. The Amish people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're... What, Welcome what? to Intercourse. There it is. Yeah, yeah, Intercourse. There's actually Blue Ball out there as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, guys, the... you guys should have stopped by Vagina. It's a great yeah. little village. Uh, <laughs> Press, which one was the one that wanted to go to Walmart? That's Gustav. Yeah. 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 He, he came out all kind of dressed up because we were going to go out in the evening. He was wearing, you know, uh, khakis, yeah. and he had this really loud, awesome button-down shirt, and I go, where are you going? He just looks at me and goes, Walmart! <laughs> uh, but the one who found the... Yeah, Eric, come yeah, over here, you. because uh, Eric... Eric bought this hat at Walmart, and he's got it. We're going to have to take it off if you want to put the headphones on. But he found a Bud Light cowboy hat. And by Bud Light, I mean, it, it's like... it's. I've got it right here. It's like made out of cardboard. Yeah. And it's got the Bud Light logo. It's pretty cool, though. All over. Because you had asked me if we were going to drink a Bud Light when uh, when you came in, right? Because that's what Americans do. Yeah, of course. Got to yeah. try the American culture. Yeah. <laughs> and Eric is a member of the Royal Guard. Oh. oh. There you go. Very in nice. Sweden. So yeah. where where do you guard? What's the name of that location? Yes, the Swedish Royal Palace um, with a family, the royal family work, but not the, they don't live there, but I guard that castle. Okay, that's very cool. <laughs> yeah, so you should pretty. see him. And you're in the cavalry, right? Yeah. And his uniform is, the co- I'll post a picture of it yeah, later on. It is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. They, they traditionally do look pretty cool. That's, yeah. uh, that's awesome. You yeah. didn't bring it with you, obviously. Or... <laughs> I wish I could, but <laughs> I got hand luggage. There you go, yeah. Yeah, have you, have you been having a good time so far? Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Will this, uh, will this Bud Light Happy come part of your co- your uh, your <laughs> uniform back? Can you convince them to convert there? Uh, I don't think my commanders would like that, but <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can try. As your headgear, it's cool. <laughs> What's been your favorite thing here so far? Hmm... Probably our pool. Oh, the pool? Yeah, the pool. <laughs> in your backyard. They've been spending a lot of time in our pool. I hear, yeah. Which, yeah. which is awesome. So, uh, pool and the basketball. Yeah, uh, they've, been, they've been using our basketball and that and, uh, and pretty much everything we have. I came downstairs one day and they were all working out because I've got, <laughs> you know, dumbbells and, and right. got a cable yeah. system down there and they were all pumping iron. Uh, you guys are, I'm sure you're aware of this, but we could potentially have a uh, United States of America and Sweden World Cup final. 
That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So the U.S. plays today. Sweden plays against the Netherlands tomorrow. You guys following along with all that yeah, sort of stuff? Yeah. No, I don't. No, I'm the only one that doesn't. Let's get Axel. Uh, come over to this microphone because Axel was he was going to try to be a professional soccer player. Okay, no kidding. And then he had knee trouble. And August, who we already spoke to, is a, a soccer coach. That's what he does for a living in Sweden. Yep. So do you follow the, the the Swedish team closely in the World Cup? The women. No, no. Or, oh, is it? Yeah, it's the, yeah, the women. women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, do, you, yeah. I, do you follow the women's or? I don't look at the matches, but I follow it. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. And uh, do you think you guys have a chance to win? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the United States, the women, they've always been really good. Mm-hmm. I remember when you have the Swedish coach, what's she called? What was she called? Uh, You're asking the wrong crowd. Yeah. Yeah, you guys remember. That's probably why you're so good, because you had a Swedish coach. Yeah, yeah, you know. We know of her, we know of her Twitter account called Hope Solo's Butthole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was the goaltender. Really excellent, yeah. Uh, remember that? It was Hope Solo's Butthole. It was an entire Twitter account. Oh, my God. You've been having a good time, Axel? Yeah. You see, I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> He's just thinking about your pool. No, yeah. But, yeah, no, but like... Apparently, yeah, he fell in, he fell asleep in the van yesterday when they were in Lancaster, and he was drooling <laughs> while he was asleep. Is this a regular thing for you? Uh, yeah, no. Sometimes, no, but I have a little, like, nerve damage here, but... Uh, oh! Yeah, actually, I do. I don't know, yeah. I didn't right. know that. Making fun of his Look nerve damage. Look at all, you're making fun of his Exactly, you're being Sorry, mean. Man. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you no, know what? Fine, P- but... Piss in his pool. That's yeah. what you do. <laughs> Take Already care have, of him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Already have, I'm sure. Yeah, but, you know, friends, they, I, would, I would thought they were going to give me a napkin or something, but you know what friends are yeah. for? They took pictures. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> By the way, here, here's an interesting tidbit. These guys are ready to go because I, I had to go through... Through uh, Gustav's luggage the other day to find his insulin medication, yeah. but I found his rubbers instead. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there you go. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. Really having a good time. All right, now we'll say hi to the last two. Victor, come over here. here. We'll get you on the on the mic real quick. And uh, these guys, by the way, they've all known each other since childhood. It's That's so very cool. cool. They're yeah. such a big. I didn't realize it was such a large group that traveled together. Yeah, yeah, and they're big guys too because <laughs> Axel's like six four. And uh, and Gustav's got to be at least six three. Your toilets must be wrecked at the house. <laughs> <laughs> Victor, where are you from in Sweden? I'm from Stockholm. You Stockholm. are from Stockholm, yes. and you've known these guys since you were a kid. Yeah, uh, yeah, most of them. Okay, uh, I mean high school. I don't know what our high school, but for you, it's like middle school, I guess. Okay, okay. so yeah. you're all generally from the Stockholm area. Yes. Okay. Yes, we are. And uh, what, what do you do? What do you, what's, your, what's your job? Uh, well, I was working with August at mm-hmm. his job. He works like with a super center. It's like a high technological football training facility, basically. Okay. Ah. And I work as a chef. Oh, uh, you do? A cook, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you have the best English out of anybody, Victor. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, yeah. yeah. What, is that, uh, what, what do you attribute that to? Uh, well, when I was six years old, we moved to Holland. Uh, and I li- stayed there for six years, and I went to an American school. Oh, okay. Oh. When you're growing yeah. up in Sweden, what age do you start learning to speak English? Is it is it in, um, for us elementary school, like six, seven years yeah, old? Or yeah, is it it's, older pre- than- it's pretty early. It's yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. And uh, how many languages do you guys all speak? Because yeah, it can't just be two. I got three. Um, three? Yeah, I would eight, say three. Well, yeah. fluently, two. Okay. Like... We, I learned French in school, but it's not like I speak any French. I'm sure you can rock it yeah, <laughs> pretty a well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Better than us. What about Norwegian? Um, you speak Norwegian at all? Uh, I can understand it, but... Yeah. Okay. But real quick, um, if you're a chef, I don't know if you're aware, but Preston and, and Carter love to cook. Have you guys, have you been able to show them how to make a proper Swedish meatball? <laughs> no, I have not, actually. We've, we've hoped we could maybe, like, cook... Uh, 
cook a meal or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for yes. you guys. Okay. Well, to be honest, they were going to take you over to Ikea for some Swedish meatballs. <laughs> uh, yeah. We can probably make that ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where we get ours. That's where you get yeah. your Swedish they meatballs from Ikea. Actually, yeah. when we're done here, we're going to go to uh, we're going to go to Wawa Hoagie Day. Which is awesome. We're going to go down there, but we're not going to have hoagies because, and, and there's plenty free for everybody, but we're going to go get cheese sticks. They haven't oh, had yeah. cheese sticks yet. So we're, and we're going to go to Lorenzo. So you're going to be right in the thick of everything. You're going to be right in the Independence uh, Hall there and the whole deal, the Constitution Center. It's it's yeah. very impressive. And then we have Adrian, who is uh, Rochelle's cousin. Yes. And uh, the, get a little bit closer oh, to the microphone okay. there. All so right. I've known Adrian for a long time, yes, obviously. Relatives, yeah. And you've been here probably more than anybody, right? Oh, yeah, I've been here back and forth since I was, uh, like, born, more or less. Because, yeah, my mom's American. So. Right. Yeah. Did yep. you did you have any idea that Preston didn't really know where you fit in the family? As <laughs> yeah. as, uh, you know. Whether you're a first cousin or a sister or... <laughs> for a while, he was referring to you as his mother, which was, like, weird. Yeah. It's weird. We didn't know. It's okay. <laughs> it's my thing. Are but. you guys excited about seeing the Liberty Bell and where America was invented? It's, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing yeah, that. Yeah, cool. It's American history, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that Liberty Bell thing is... Boring. <laughs> uh, it's it's interesting, but it is deadly boring. It's we all bell. know it. We <laughs> sucker in tourists with it, but yeah. it's it's a cracked bell. <laughs> yep. I've seen uh, the National Tre- yeah. uh, you know, the movie when they yeah. Yeah. yeah, yes. You know. However, the, the, the you know the, the area down the. It, if you're in it's Philadelphia, beautiful. what you're seeing in Philadelphia is, is in the country usually is the first zoo, the first everything mm-hmm. is Philadelphia. So yeah. it is the cradle of our nation. Yeah, the All first right. post office is there. Yes. Maybe the first printing press. I think the first strip clubs. Yeah, right? well, yeah, we know we that. Yeah. Kidding me, our founding fathers <laughs> dabbled. Cradle of democracy. Yeah, they, they were cradling themselves. Before. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it was uh, well. He was French, right? So it, Ben it, Franklin. Yeah, no, he just banged French ladies. Well, no, I was going to say it was the, the Harry Beignet instead of the Harry Donuts. <laughs> <That's true>. uh, <laughs> was what they had right, yeah, historical yeah, the first strip joint. So anyway, um, all right. Well, listen, I just wanted to give these guys a little bit of uh, time in the studio, but we, we I, I have to say. These guys are so much fun. We've been having a great time with them. You've been talking I, about initially that. Initially, when they were coming, I told Casey, I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to have six people in our house. It's just going to be, I'm going to be wiped out. It's just going to be a pain in the ass. They have been nothing but fun the entire time. <laughs> okay. So we've, we've really been having a, a great time hosting them. So uh, anyhow, so we got a day left in Philly, so we're going to go out and get in the city. So it should be Go, cool right go tear it up after the, uh, the big Wawa festivities. Right, cool. Nice job, guys. All right. Yep. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. We'll get to the lesson question, trash, and music news. That's up next. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have some people that will be free falling about maybe three feet. Well, actually, depending on how they jump, maybe six feet, and then they slam into the water <laughs> at the Valley Beach Poolside Club at the Valley Forge Casino Resort. That's on Thursday, July 11th. It is the Presidency Belly Flop Championship. You're invited to come. All you have to do is be at least 21 years of age, and it's absolutely free of charge. And the doors open at 5, and the competition starts at 6 o'clock. I'm so excited for our female contestants. Wow, man. We were going through some of the selections yesterday. We thought it was going to be lean, but it turned into a... 
A wealth. More women than guys. Yeah. Which is an awesome uh, little pleasant surprise. So we'll get to the details on who our contestants are going to be as we get a little bit closer. The deadline to get signed up, by the way, is tomorrow for that. All right. So we're going to do today's lesson question. I'm going to give away a four-pack of Six Flags tickets. And let's see. What are we going to go with as far as our question? Man, that one might be kind of hard. Uh, how about this? What does Bill Weston give this resurrection? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Right. All right. If you were listening earlier and you heard Bill Weston and his uh, sermon, what does he give this resurrection? 215-263-WMMR. While you're calling in, we're going to do the trash. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, this morning is brought to you by Dunkin'. This summer, enjoy Dunkin's new Hershey's Cookies and Cream or Heath-flavored coffees because everyone deserves a sweet escape from reality. Preston and Steve run on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer trademarks are used under license. What's going on, Steve? Well, Chloe Grace Moretz and her family are reeling after a total stranger climbed over their security fence and knocked on their front door. Fortunately, things were rectified quickly when the family redirected the stalker to Halle Berry's house. <laughs> oh, my God. Rick Springfield is not taking any chances calling off his music festival in the Dominican Republic and relocating it to Mexico. Springfield says it was the right move because if people die at his show in Mexico, it will be because they wanted to die. Yeah. <laughs> And finally, Priyanka Chopra was literally moved to tears at the June 29th wedding of Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Priyanka reportedly whispered to husband Nick Jonas that the ceremony reminded her of their 51 weddings. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trip. All righty. We'll see if somebody's got the answer to this question. What does Bill Weston give this resurrection? And if you can get that correct, we are going to set you up with a prize. So let's go to the phones. And we have Eric on the line. Hey, Eric, good morning. Hey, how are you? Good, buddy. All right, what does Bill give this resurrection? He gives it an A+. Plus. Very hey, rare, hey, but yes. Hey, an A-plus. Good impression, by the way, Eric. Hang on the line. going to give you a four-pack of Six Flags tickets. Six Flags and Coca-Cola team up to celebrate America's birthday with Coca-Cola 4th Fest. And from July 3rd through the 6th, you can bring in any can of Coke and save on admission. Get exclusive early ride times. And see fireworks every night. Coca-Cola 4th Fest at Six Flags, the biggest celebration in the Northeast. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 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 Watson, Real Philly Deli. If you want a real Philly hoagie, you have to go to a real Philly Deli. Deets and Watson created the Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. You're mapped with the most delicious hoagies in the city. Earn prizes like T-shirts, coolers, food, and even tickets to see the birds play. Ticket, uh, I'm sorry, just for eating real Philly hoagies. There you go. All right, so stories for you. We'll start with this. Shinedown singer Brent Smith says that the band intends to film and share music videos for the remaining songs from its recent album, Attention, Attention, that have not been visualized yet. So they're going to do the whole album, which is kind of interesting. Uh, they've already had videos for four tracks, Get Up, Devil, Human Radio, and Monster. And uh, Smith told Billboard that they all tell a different story uh, that kind of link up with each other. There's a lot of characters that you haven't met yet. Uh, He said that the band hopes to have the entire collection of videos finished by early 2020 so that they can be premiered as one complete film. 
Uh, the Rack on Tours, how about this? They topped the Billboard 200 album chart this week with their third studio album, Help a Stranger. Very cool. Yeah, the disc sold 88,000 units with 84,000 of those in traditional album sales uh, to become the quarter's, uh, the quartet's first number one release. Well, so, he's now our new bestie. Yeah, so they're buying the whole album, which is really cool. Uh, it is their first, uh, it's their first album in 11 years, and Jack White, has previously hit the top spot on the Billboard survey three times, but those were all his solo albums. While a number of records that he's made with White Stripes and the Dead Weather have all notched uh, top ten debuts. So, number one for those guys. That's good. Blink-182 shared a third new song from its upcoming album called Happy Days. The track follows Blame It On My Youth and Generational Divide as the latest offering from the trio's new LP, which is tentatively titled... Bajmir and due out later this year. Uh, bassist Mark Hoppus said, Happy Days is about coming from a place of frustration and anger and saying F it. And just saying, I want to go to better times. I want to be in a better place and I'm going to leave all this nonsense behind and find my zone. That's the philosophy of Ralph Mouth. So it uh, figures prominently within Happy Days. <laughs> right into Happy Days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he said that was done in Mr. Travis Barker's lab. Ah. Huh. Uh, meanwhile, Blink began its 20th anniversary tour of Enema of the State with Lil Wayne Lil. and Neck Deep this past weekend. We have a cut off of the album. All right. It's good. Yeah. The right atriums were the process. That's from Happy Days. <laughs> that is literally for, from Happy Days. For those who don't know it. <laughs> All right, uh, since we barn have... Door. Yeah, exactly. Barn door. Barn oh, stop it. No, no, we're all, we're all responsible for a little barn door <laughs> of today. Of course we are, definitely. Uh, well, since we have all these uh, uh, Swedish guests in the studio, I have a story about somebody from Sweden. Uh, Metallica Gerst... Uh, <laughs> Metallica Gersten. Take care of your It's a very tired to hear. Gersten what? Gersten what? <laughs> I play the Gersten in Metallica. It is a Swedish instrument. Oh. It's, that was a mix of guitarist and ghost. Gerst. Metallica guitarist Kirk Hammett and ghost frontman Tobias Forge. Yes. Got together before the two bands' recent show in Manchester, England for it's what was... a pleasure to meet you. What was billed as a quick mid-tour chat. Uh, the encounter- I understand you played the Gerst. <laughs> The encounter was filmed by Metallica's official fan club magazine, So What? Huh. Uh, the two musicians talked about owning the same rare guitar, the differences between the two groups' approach to playing live shows, and more. Forge uh, told the American Forces Network about touring with Metallica. He said, of course, I mean, uh, uh, it means a lot. Uh, they've gone from being very far away idols to, over the years, becoming basically mentors. And they've been so supportive We've played with them before, but never a consecutive tour like that. So, but I'm be, on stage playing the Gerst. He said to be able to do a full-on European stadium tour, that's a huge endeavor. So this is a really public video with Kirk Hammett, which is going to get some publicity. And uh, has Tobias just given up the whole I can't be seen on camera thing? Yeah, I, that, that was a big thing for a while. Yeah. yeah and even when he was here in our studio, uh, we had our artist come in to give an artist rendition of him in the studio. And he didn't want it to really look like him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess that's over, Nick. I, I, yeah, I think you're right, Nick. I think he's done with that. Uh, Ghost recently completed a summer European run as special guest of Metallica and will launch a headlining North American trek on September 13th in Bakersfield, California. And then one last item. Rob Zombie's new movie, 
uh, Three from Hell is going to be shown in nearly 900 movie theaters on September 16th, 17th, and 18th. It's his of, first rom-com. Of this year. I, I don't know if it's a rom-com or not. In fact, Three from Hell. Three from Hell. Three from Hell. <clears throat> and it's... It's an offshoot of uh, Three's Company, I guess. Uh, there's your rom-com music. And Until a cursed player from Sweden comes in and changes his life. Each of the three nights will feature different bonus content and events. On uh, September 16th, moviegoers will see a special video introduction from Rob. Uh, with the first 50 attendees at each theater receiving an exclusive poster... While supplies last. On the 17th, audiences will see an early 30-minute behind-the-scenes look at the making of the film. And on the 18th, they will experience the ultimate double feature in Three from Hell uh, and its 2005 predecessor, The Devil's Rejects. Uh, this is um, this is the, um, the realm that he likes to work in, and he does a good job with it. And these are characters that have been developed over the years. But, uh, you know, I was excited at the prospect of him doing the movie about the, the Broad Street Bullies. I and know. All of that. And that would have been a bit of a departure. He's an incredibly competent director. Um, but, you know, it, this stuff is great. I just, we've we've been here before, you okay. know? Yeah. Uh, he also has a new album, which is due out later this year. And we'll kick off a new leg of his co-headlining tour, Marilyn Manson, on July 9th. They'll do that in Baltimore. And also, I want to mention that we do have uh, Black Party Weekends coming up. Uh, and it's going to be every weekend all summer on MMR. Love that. Uh, so make sure you listen up. I was I was checking some uh, um, blocks that were done yesterday with Brent Porsche, and I just love it when we have those sets of music. So uh, that will be the feature coming up. And also, this Thursday is Red, White, and Blue, 4th of July on MMR. So you will listen, will listen for blocks every hour with a red, white, and blue theme to celebrate the 4th. So that is coming up as well. And that's it. That's, that's it. That's, uh, that's more than enough. That's music news. Well, Yay! Two kind people. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get ready to wrap up with the letter of the day for the word of the week. Probably stay right there. We'll return in a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival Sons. Godsmack. The Revivalists. You got some change inside your More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Oh, yeah. 93.3 WMMR. Mm. Blur and the song two on the President and Steve Show. Great song. 10.42 a.m. Tuesday morning. And uh, warming up. We get up to about 93 degrees today. It was so beautiful yesterday. Just uh, we're going to crank that temp up a tiny bit. Maybe an ass- isolate and isolate. Man, I can't. <laughs> You're going to isolate it. I, I uh, cannot speak to save yeah. my life today. Ass. What, what was uh, Asolate? I said uh, GERD <laughs> player. Barn, barn door. Your barn door. Bill, say it. Come on. Let's hear it. Barn door. Yes. Bill Weston working the barn door in our studio this morning. You have to be careful with the heat, though, that you don't isolate. I know. Please be careful. Yeah. All right. So I would thank our guests. We haven't had any guests on today. No. No. We've had scintillating conversation and many yeah. mispronunciations. And that's the way it well, goes. Well, we can thank the Swedish Backstreet Boys for joining yes, us. Yes, that's morning. right. Swedish Backstreet Boys. Uh, yes, sir. One our, of my favorite movies. Well, there's guest. many favorite Swedish movies, but I think perhaps one of the absolute greatest vampire movies of all time out of Sweden. Really? Yes. What is it? Let the right one in. Oh, never heard of that. Yeah, it's the one that was, re- it was let me in. Was it was remade with Chloe Grace Moretz, 
but it's the little girl who's a vampire. Steve, one of Stephen King's favorite vampire stories. Is it older? Uh, no, it's probably about t- ten years. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But it's a masterpiece. Nice, interesting. Um, all right. One thing that we definitely need to do is we got to get a winner for Tattoo Day. Oh, oh we yeah. Had people text in all day to get a Preston and Steve tattoo, and we have a winner. It is Jenna DeWaltz from King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. And uh, we snagged her name out of all of the people that texted in, and she now has a $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's tattoo. Uh, and, of course... Presented by World Famous Tattoo, uh, World Famous uh, Philadelphia Eddies is Tattoos Day, and they are located at 621 South 4th Street in South Philly. You can get tattooed by the area's top artists like Troy Temple. See his work on Instagram at Troy Temple or Philadelphia Eddies Tattoo.com. So uh, we'll make sure that we uh, get a hold of her and set her up and get some fresh ink, which is pretty cool. Uh, before we wrap things up, we have to speak to the man who is uh, holding court here in just a little while, filling in for Pierre Robert, ladies and gentlemen, Brent Port. Yeah. Hey, good morning. I'm yes, used sir. to coming in here and having strippers or porn stars on the couch in here. We got a dead body today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my son. <laughs> that's my 18-year-old, and um, that's pretty much his standard position. Right, sure. He's passed out on a couch somewhere. In the summer, you remember when you were yeah. not having to go to school? You, yeah, that's what you did. I know. Well, you slept a lot. Well, during school he does it too. But I mean, <laughs> he, does, he stays up all freaking night. Really? Every night. Yeah, it's just gaming and all that stuff. So, do you see him sometimes when you leave for work? Uh, no. Uh, uh, no, nah, he doesn't end up on the couch or anything like that. Just a but... shadow in the corner of the room? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, hey, um, you want to do the letter Let's today? do it, yeah. All right, let's do this then. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. By the letter O is in Obladi Oblada. Very good. Wow. That was quick. Casey's the name. All right, so... We have uh, 10 Fandango movie tickets. Bardo! You know, it's, listen, as soon as I leave here, I'm getting on stage in front of, like, thousands of people. Yes. At, uh, It'll work out well. Independence Mall to speak to them. That ought to be a treat. Or you're getting all your mistakes out now. Uh, that's a good way Try to Try not to it. say the C word when you're <laughs> <coming>. <laughs> 10 Fandango movie tickets to see Avengers Endgame plus Avengers merch, T-shirt, uh, metal lunchbox, sunglasses, and a button set. And Marvel Studios' Avengers Endgame has returned to the theaters nationwide with some additional footage included. Preston, is the word country in your uh, I script not. at all? You know what? Okay. It probably is. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. What did he just say? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the views of Preston Elliott do not reflect the views of the Wawa Corporation. And what he just called this country is reprehensible. Uh, this may be... Come out today. could be the last one ever that I host. His final performance. Wow. In no way do we think our country is a slightly hairy orifice on a female's body. <laughs> In no way. Slightly hairy. Uh, well, this Depending guy. on what you're into. Right, exactly. But that's a whole other festival. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. What's happening on the show today? All right, Brian? switching gears. Uh, we got Workforce Blocks today. Pearl Jam for you, Nick. we got oh, a nice. good one coming up. The Who, also Stained, and Double Shots all day for Double Shot Tuesday. Excellent. Thank you very much, Brent. And I want to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme. The official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show, also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out 
of Philly International Airport. Tomorrow, Barndorp, <laughs> uh, we go live on uh, Fox Good Day. We will check in with those guys. And keep in mind that uh, our buddy Mike Jarek is going to be one of our celebrity hosts, or judges, I should say, of the Belly Flop Champion. It's going to be a great time when we come back the following, obviously, on Monday after the barn door and the whole thing on the 4th of July. We're just heading right into the Belly Flop. Yes, we are. Yeah. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs> The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Hey, just a reminder for all you creepy old men out there. No woman wants to be hootman hollered at. It's called street harassment. Shut up. Next message. Morning, bitches. Got one more day till we can start that drinking session. Let's do it. Fourth of July, Next message. Oh, my f- What the f- is with this construction on 76. I'm just trying to get home. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.